Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of the Dialogue Options Podcast with your ever-faithful hosts, Joel McDonald, that is me, and as always, my very, very good friend and co-host, Kyra Morrison. How are you doing? Good, sir. I am pretty good. I'm hanging out for the weekend, but apart from that, I'm pretty good. I know. Just, we get some we get some fun stuff on the weekend. It's going to be good. It's going to be good. I've got one more day of work to get through first, Joel, so... Oh, yeah, you do. I'm oh. trying not to think about it too much, but... It's there. I, I can. It's within reach. I can, I can almost feel it. Do you know what else is within, almost within reach? And you can you can reach out and touch each of us because we're in the same room as was, each other. That was very other. smooth. Uh, Look, hey, I've been pretty good with my segues lately, but uh, you know you can't win them all. No, you no you can't. <laughs> as a parent from and that last you, one, you can continue being the uh, the walking example of that if you want. Yep. Oh, that's me. Yeah. I'm like a like a. Maybe like a good 60-40 success rate at the moment. <laughs> that's, that's, let's face it. It's about 50-50. That's fine, yeah. Look, in- increasing every day, maybe. Um, cool. Yes, now we're, we're hanging out together, which is good. So this might be a little less uh, <laughs> static, I guess. But it also might be a bit longer. <laughs> true. That's, yeah. that's something I noticed about these ones. Yeah, that's true. We get carried away when we're hanging out on the couch together. But, uh, yeah, we've actually got a, quite some uh, quite a few things to talk about today, which is good. Uh, except for in terms of games, you've played a, a few things, but a few things. But I've like, played one thing. Predominantly, my time was spent on one thing. Yeah, yeah. I've played one thing and and spent a lot of time on it. So, um, all right, let's jump into it then. Sounds good. Uh, do you want to do you want to kick off with yours? Because then we can cover our, uh, our our fun times together. Sure. In the end. So uh, much like last week, I have been continuing my adventures in the world of Dragon Ball Fighters. Of course. Uh, Nothing much to add besides the fact it's still really good. The competitive like ranking stuff is really starting to drag me in. Yeah. As I as I desperately try to keep my, my win ratio at least above fifty percent. That's my goal right now. Yep. Also finding out that a lot of people love to do the old disconnect. Aww. Or maybe they might decide that after because how it because you know how fighting games typically are like best of three, essentially. Yeah. Right. So like if you win two, you're a winner, but if you win one, then the other person wins one, then you go to a decider. So in fighters, you get the option. So if you win, you, both players can choose from rematch or go to lobby. And you're like, yeah, I'll rematch. Yep. And then sometimes I'll just go, lobby. Yeah, like, no, I'm out. Come on. Come on, man. It's like it's like the nice, like the, the considerate rage quit. It is. Yeah. It's like, it's like, I gave you a victory. Now I am leaving. Fine. Thank you for the match. It was lovely. I need to go away now before I cry. That's, yeah. <laughs> that's how it feels. Yeah, no, that's totally fair. But um, it's fair. Like, I get it. Some, I do get it. Like, sometimes you're like, no, I don't want to lose again. Yep. But... Come on, man. Yep. Uh, it was. I, I must admit, I was watching you play a little bit before, and it looks like you've got a, definitely got a, gra- a good grasp on the game now. I'm for getting sure. there. I'm getting there. Yeah. It's taken some. It's taken like again. Like I've been playing it pretty nonstop throughout the week, apart from another game I've been playing. Yep. I think my my in game time has hit like 40, 50 hours already. Woo! Just because I'll just I'll come home and I'll sit down. I'll play like a little bit of story, and then I'll jump onto like the combo room where you sort of do combos for rewards and all that. I think I've gotten two hundred of like. Which is nearly all of them. It's nearly because each character has like ten combos you can okay. do, and yep. like oh, most of them are pretty simple. Like the first couple, always like just do the punch auto combo, <laughs> just do the kick auto combo, Hit square, quarter circle, shoulder button to do yep. a kamehameha. You're like, okay, fair enough, and then you sort of go to the the ones where you're like, boy, my fingers are stupid. Yep, and I don't know how I'm missing these buttons. Yep, uh, but yeah, like it's still fun, and I so that's where most of my time's gone. Story mode combos, and then just the ranking matches. The combo thing's good too because it's that muscle memory. Like, 
doing it over and over and over yeah, again absolutely. to the point where it just becomes like second nature. Yeah. yeah, that's what training. That's what the training mode is for, really. And you can also do that while it's match searching for like either ranked oh, or casuals. That's awesome, yeah. So if you if you hit search, you can just go over to the, the thing and just okay. do some combo stuff until it finds you a match. Pop into that, win or lose, then drop back into combos, no yep. problems. And you just go. You got. You have to repick the one you were on out of a ten, but. Yep. It's pretty good. It's pretty seamless. I must admit, I, I we, we were talking about this before. I, I have not really touched it since last week. Um, Going to get left behind, man. Yeah, I know. I, I really am. I mean, I was already left behind, let's face it. But <laughs> um, yeah, and I was talking about this before when I was saying it. Uh, I thought I was being really smart and really... I was having a great day when I went and bought two games on the one day. And then I got home and realized that... I only have one set of hands and one console and one TV. And so, only one of you. And one of me, yeah. So that sort of makes things difficult. Um, yeah. But uh, yeah, so I haven't really put any more time into it, unfortunately. You've got to find a balance, man. I've, yeah. been, I've, been, I've been balancing very carefully just because I want to... Because it, it is tough because it might be a bit easier for you, but I'm like, no, I really want to play of course. Monster Hunter. Yep. I really want to play Fighters. It's... Um. Yeah. Uh, we'll we'll get to Monster Hunter in a minute. Oh boy. Um. Uh, but yeah. apart from that, I also downloaded a little demo that went up on the PSN this okay. week for a game called Crossing Souls. Oh, I did see you playing this, and I don't. Yeah. I'm, I'm interested to hear. I'm, I'm surprised you haven't really know you don't much about it. It's developed by a studio called Ferratic, who I have never heard of, but okay. it's published by Devolver. Okay. All right. I mean, I'm sure it would. <laughs> I'm sure it would have showed up at like something like in the past that you were seeing. It, oh, actually. Wait, top-down action RPG, pixely, like eighty settings, sort, sort of, of. like it. Yeah, like you're a group of friends, and I have heard about this. Some crazy storm hits in the town, and just weird shit starts happening. When I get home, I need to download this. You certainly do. <laughs> yes, I have to say, I played the demo. It was pretty fun. Awesome. All right, and I'm also just looking now. It comes out on Feb 13. Really, same day as our boy on the Switch. Fucking god, only on PS4 and PC, and it's on Vita. Uh, I don't know where my Vita is now. I, have a I know what my Vita is. It's long dead. Yeah, I, I think I've lost the charger, which is a shame. I have, I have my charger at home. So you can, next time you're down, you just bring <laughs> just, it with you and just charge it. Charge my Vita. Yeah, no fun. thanks. I'll probably just play it on PS4 like a sucker. Uh, but yeah, so yeah, as I said, it's sort of like a top-down action RPG. You have a cast of characters you can sort of tab between freely. Um, they all have different abilities. So, for example, one of them, I think it's Charlie is the main one. His weapon is a melee bat. Okay. And he can... This is going to sound really weird. He can climb. <laughs> okay. Other, the other characters can't. Sure. It's not in their skill pool, unfortunately. Right. So, but another one has, like, his, his gun... His attack is a ranged weapon. And he has, like, little hover jet boots to sort of go across gaps and stuff. Which okay. maybe the first guy, Charlie, couldn't make it. Uh, there's a, a more beefier guy who's good at moving heavy objects and punching people in the face. Okay. Uh, and a girl who uses a whip as her weapon, and her like uh, her ability is like dodging, and she can like sort of slide along the ground really quickly. Nice. All right. All right. That sounds like a... it, it. Honestly, when you do it, you're like, ah, oh, Hyperlight Drifter was a good game. Oh, because <laughs> oh. the art from memory too. The art style looks it's very, very similar. Drifter, yeah. yeah, which is uh, the other thing that attracted me. Yeah, yeah no, exactly. I do remember this now. Yeah. So the demo went up. I'm, again, I guess you've been you've been pretty fa- like. Knee deep in Monster Hunter. I've been so like oh. I've neglected everything. Like, it's just it's just a weird thing I do every now and again. I'm like, have there been any neat demos? And I like fire up a PSN and sort of check the demo section. And there was Crossing Souls, and I'm like, I should cool. really do that. I'm actually looking for it now on the. Uh, Let's do a search for it. it. Should be. It didn't come up. That's weird. It's really weird. 
I can show you what's on my PS4. Yeah. I was playing it. Yeah. The reason I actually got it because I saw, I'm pretty sure I saw Lauren from OK Games playing it. Oh, and okay. I was like, oh, that sounds cool. I'll download it as well. I Yeah, no, now, like, I... Because like, so I heard the name, and I was like, it doesn't really trigger. And then I looked at the the, 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 uh, the, the cover art for it, basically, and I yeah. was like, oh, I remember watching this trailer, and yeah. I was very interested in it. Oh, that's awesome. No, I definitely want to... Okay, fair <laughs> enough. I can tell you what, it's definitely on there. I played it. Can I am the evidence? I'm the proof. I was trying to be really smart and just like look up on the, the browser up. thing and just be like, "I'll tear up so I can play it when yeah, I get nah. home." It's not a very big download. You'll be okay. Okay, cool, awesome. Uh, but yeah, like I can't. I, there's not much to say about it besides that. It's the the pixely sort of art style is really cool. Mm. Um, there's some really good soundtrack going on here. Yep. Like some of the like there's an arcade you go into to like sort of do like a little side quest and fix it up. Yep. The song that plays in there is my favorite. I love that song. It sounds it it from memory to it sounds like that sort of like synth wave kind of like yes. outrun. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Awesome. Hundred percent. Yes. Down. Totally down for that. Uh, combat's pretty simple. Again, like each character has sort of unique abilities. Okay. Mostly in the demo, you're fighting like rats and spiders and a couple of bullies. Nothing too complicated. Nice. Uh, and each character's got, again, a certain amount of hearts. I don't know what happens if, like, the hearts get emptied for a character because I didn't get hit enough. I'm not sure if they just get, like, knocked out of your rotation. Okay. Because you can tab freely through them. So. Right. Okay. That was going to be my question. Like, how, what's what's it like switching between yeah, characters? Yeah, just press a shoulder button and switches to the next. Cool. Like, awesome. Well, it seems pretty seamless. So. Does, it, does, it, does it seem like you could combo up? Again, I didn't, I didn't really try. Get a chance? Okay. Because that'd be kind of cool if you could like sort of like start off like dash into combat with the the whip girl and do a couple of hits and then change to like a tank for a finish. Like, yeah, I mean it probably would be really hard to do, but it'd be interesting if you could do that. That'd yeah, cool. definitely. Yeah. yeah, never tried it because apparently that didn't cross my mind. But apart from that, the game looks very cool. Again, free demo up on the PS4. I promise, even though Joel can't find it. Yeah, apparently. So if you want to, if you want to give it a shot, give it a download. I'll have a I'll have a look later. It's fine. I'll try but, and find um, it. Yeah, that's about it. Like it was very cool. Uh, again, setting was yeah. Some a storm hits this town, knocks out the power, and then weird things start happening like yep. floating chairs, just moving objects and stuff like that. Right. So when you sort of investigate from there and you find this mysterious object, which lets you sort of see the dead, awesome ghosts, and then that sort of the demo drops off, and you're like, okay, okay. cool, cool. I'm interested. So it's it, 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 it kind of seems like uh, Hyperlight Drifter meets Oxen Free. Yeah, sort of. Oh my god, Joel, did you... This is a weird tangent. Yes, I did see this. But um, again, if you haven't played Oxen Free and you've got a Switch, it's going for like $6.70. It's ridiculous. Go I almost buy. bought it again. I'm like, just should go. I just buy it again just to support it? Because holy crap, that game is good. Yeah, like random Oxen Free tangent, but you, you mentioned like $6.70. Well, yeah, because it sort of seems like the same sort of thing. Like, yeah. you know, you come across something mysterious and it enables you to sort of interact with the dead in some way, shape or form. Yeah. Um, but then like with Hyperlight Drifter kind of... With the combat, yeah. yeah Definitely combat. like Hyperlight Drifter combat. But yeah, it's a cool little game, and I'll be, I guess, keeping an eye out for it, but Feb 13. <laughs> oh. Oh. But yeah, that's that's about it for the individual things yep. I've been playing, Joel. Um, so we might as well dive into the thing we both have been playing. Oh, Kyron. Kyron, I... Okay. I didn't expect me... I didn't expect myself to get so wrapped up in this. But I've... In the past week, whilst managing work and all other responsibilities and things, I've already managed to put in, I think, 27, 28 hours in this game, which, like, isn't too bad for me, like, honestly. But uh, we were, of course, talking about Monster Hunter World. Um, it's it's impossible to escape right now. Mm, it's, I, 
I picked up Fighters on the Friday. Yep. So I was like, fuck yeah, Dragon Ball. Of course. And I was like, maybe I'll get Monster Hunter next week. And then you were talking about it a lot, and I checked my PSN friends list, and everyone was playing Monster yeah. Hunter. So I was sort of like, like, I, I remember I gotta like, get it now. Getting home and get like, looking up, and I was like, Michael from Reset was playing it. Oh Brendan from 8-Bit from uh, Hungry Gamers was playing it. Um, a couple of my other friends were playing it, and then I was playing it. I, was I like, had co-workers yeah. playing it. Yep. Like, my younger sister was playing it. So I was like, it's everywhere. Yep. So I had to get it. I was like, yep. screw it. I took a bunch of games, threw it at EB. Yep. Like, give me Monster Hunter. Thanks. Uh, actually, like two people at work, at my work, I ended up selling the game to them, essentially. I should get commission for it. Um, but yeah, I, uh, one of them was like, they went to buy it on their lunch break. And they were like, they told me they didn't have any copies of it left. And neither did JB. They said they were getting their sh- another shipment in that afternoon. So he paid for it then and picked it up later on. But it was interesting. It kind of reminded me of th- this time last year with uh, Yakuza 0. That a game that sort of had very small amounts that got shipped out. Everyone wanted it because it was reviewing really well. Um, and then there was this high demand for it. Uh, so, yeah, it almost seemed a similar situation for that. Also a Japanese-made game. Exactly, a yeah. pretty niche franchise. Niche franchise that seems, like, on the surface, pretty, like, relatively inaccessible to, to, to newcomers. I would say even, even with the tutorials World Offers You... It is not exactly a game you're going to just dive into oh, God, and sort no. of go, ah, oh, I understand. Yeah. I get it. No, no. Because you're, you're probably not going to. Is it, like, my recommendation is like really spend a bit of time in the training area before you decide I, on that first I weapon. I haven't done that yet. <laughs> it's, I mean, honestly, it's really good. Like, I, the only reason I didn't is because we played the beta. Yeah, that's and true. And so I had a little bit of an idea of what, because I, I went straight for the dual blades to start off with. See, I didn't pick a weapon I used in the beta. And I think ah. in the beta I used like the... Oh, what's I can't remember the charge blade. It was the sword that was like a sword and a shield that can also be an axe. Yeah, I think it's the charge blade. I'm pretty sure. I used a bit of that, and that was really cool. But for some reason, I was like, "What if I pick a weapon I never used (laughs) and went for the insect glaive?" Which I would. I don't know much about Monster Hunter, but it seems like it's meant to be a pretty advanced weapon. Yep. Mistake probably, but hey, might as well jump. Like you know, in for a penny, in for a pound. I guess. Yeah. Um, man, I like like I said, I started with the the dual blades because it was like. Really maneuverable, um, quick attacks, low damage, but lots of quick Tell attacks. Tell us the real reason, Joel. I know what it is. What's the real reason? What What's their ability, Joel? They have, they have like the demon. Yeah, they have the demon blade. Yeah, yeah. That's that's your reason. Yeah, it was pretty cool. <laughs> it's really awesome. Um, I got to use the demon like when I played the beta at PAX. I think I had the, yep. the, the dual blades and I did the demon thing. It's great. You do that, that move really cool. where you like thrust your hands up in the air and go shink and it yeah. like turns you red and you're like, fuck you. <laughs> and just running there before your stamina runs out and just hack and slash and everything. Um, but Satisfying. yeah, I, and I'm normally like the type of person in games like this where I'll get a weapon I like and I won't change. I'll just, I'll have that weapon. I'm lazy. I'm just not going to learn anything. So far, I've... I used that for a while. Then I started playing. I, I sort of passed where you guys were up to. And then I was jumping back in with you guys. So I'm like, fuck it, I'm going to try something different. So I jumped in with the bow and arrow, um, which was interesting. Yeah, it was interesting. We're trying to do this hunt for the first time. And then you're like, oh, I'll try out this new weapon. <laughs> uh, look, look, I was... Yep, yeah, okay. <laughs> look, in hindsight, probably wasn't a great idea. Um yeah, Brent, uh, your housemate Brendan copped a few arrows to the head. I'm pretty sure, um, accidentally. Yeah, sure. I'm, I'm sure it was accidental. I was just blindly firing and just going. Ugh. I was trying to do like all the cool moves. There's like a really cool charge shot you do by hitting uh, circle and triangle together, and it's like close range. And then, I was like, using that a bit in the in the last beta, I think. Yeah, but boy, was a cool weapon. Yeah, it's, it's really fun. cool. Um, again, low damage though, 
And I think you'd have to really put in the effort with it to upgrade it so it became... But look, it's um, range, which is something that it, exactly. it, it pays to have in this game because I, the monsters are almost... Well, mostly melee. Yeah. And I think it's probably good for like a situation when you when you are partied up with someone to have someone who is ranged, uh, which is why after that I switched to the uh, light bow gun, um, which I really like. I've yeah. actually specced into that quite a lot. Um, it's just like a like a crossbow machine gun essentially. Um, I did the uh, one of the arena quests with that. Um, which one? I've done a couple of arena quests. I, the only one I, well, I did the, the event one, so the I could horizon get my, one. my horizon stuff. Yeah. Which are yeah, which is great. Um, and then now I've got uh, not one but two different uh, long swords. So I've got a nice poison one. I've got an electric one. Um, See, strangely enough, like you normally wouldn't swap around weapons, and this one you have. I have. Yeah. I'm usually the opposite. Like in mm-hmm. the best example I can think of is Dark Souls. Right. In Dark Souls, I will be looking for a new weapon like every few hours. I'm like, let's try something yep. new. Let's do it. Yep. Uh, but in this one, I've been with the insect glaive for most of my like 20 hours. Yep. Uh, but like I do have a I do have a switchblade in my in my back pocket right. in, in my chest to sort of that I've been upgrading. So I haven't tried much beyond that. But I think it's mostly because I'm just starting to get the hang of the insect glaive, and then right. I might start looking outside that. That's what I mean. Like that's why I sort of it wasn't that I was bored with the dual blades. It was just more so I was like, all right, I've got the hang of this now. There's some other cool weapons in this game. Why don't I try something else? Well, certain weapons out. work better on certain monsters. Absolutely, just because yeah. Of the, the attack patterns and stuff. Mm, absolutely, and it's cool that you can switch between them. If like, just say you start off a like at a quest and you're out and you finally find the monster that you're trying to hunt, you start attacking and you're like, oh, I'm not doing it. I'm, this isn't working. You can like either wait till you die and get taken back, which takes one of your continues essentially, like and, your, and uh, reduces your rewards as well. Exactly, yeah. So, so don't do that. Um, but or you can just like fast travel back to the camp. If you're not in combat. If you're not in combat. If you run away, hide for a bit. Hide in a... <laughs> Lose aggro. Yep, exactly. Use the, the ghillie suit and hide. Um, and then, yeah, like switch weapons on the fly, which is really good. Um, I don't know. It just... It, there's something about it that's just... I think I said this the other day to you as well. It kind of feels like what I wanted Destiny to be. There's that constant dangling carrot of loot, and but it's also really obtainable. Um, I feel like the grinding is in itself is fun. I love the fact that battles are almost like raid battles. They're like they're tough and they're hard, and you've really got to think about it. Um, and they're they're grueling, and at the end of it, you feel accomplished uh, in a little different way. Like I mean, obviously, the Soul series. A lot of people. I'm gonna go on a tangent here. A lot of people are comparing Monster Hunter World to the Soul series because okay. that is the fashion these days. Okay, first of all, that's that's that is just a. a- Completely wrong. A downside of lazy journalism. Absolutely. Um, I saw like a headline which was like, Monster Hunter is the Dark Souls Jurassic Park game you've been waiting for. And I was I, like, I, I saw, hate you. I saw one, I was, hate you. I saw one which was, Monster Hunter World is uh, the Witcher 3 of Dark Souls games. And I was like, that you've just listed three completely different games there. I can see why From Software might want to get away from Dark Souls. Absolutely, <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, look, oh. apart from some very vague similarities, they're completely different games. I would almost, I would almost uh, relate this to more of a MMO light, almost, because it's got like, especially with the party system, which we'll get to. Oh, um, the party system's not good. It's not good. Um, but in terms of the fact that like you're running quests, you've got login bonuses, you've got um, like event quests, you've got really tough things that you can tackle only with a certain amount of people and stuff. Obviously, you've um, got literal. 
piles of like repeatable bounties exactly yeah and investigations mm-hmm. um there's no end to the stuff you can do the content yeah there's so much content in it and it's just fun i find to jump in um and just go hunting like it's great to have chuck a podcast on in the background if i'm not if i'm playing solo no i can't do that in this game i just can't oh really i can't i want to i want to have the world in my ears yeah no, that's fair that's fair I, I usually are in the wilderness hunting monsters, man. Yeah, true. I have both going. Like, I'll have like a play. If it's something I've already done, especially if I'm just doing like menial stuff. But um, if I start to get to like some of the the the, the last couple of fights that I've done, which have taken me um almost all of the time limit, because uh, each of the quests has a time limit, which is fifty minutes. You've only got fifty minutes to try and complete the quest. Um, but yeah, the last couple I've had have come down to the last five minutes, and. If, Really, uh, taking a couple of years off my life. Um, which <laughs> that was me in my one v one fight against a Barif. Oh yeah, I spent literally forty five minutes of my fifty minutes like killing that thing. Yep, I, 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 it's this is the other thing I like about this game too is once you defeat those monsters that have they give you such a tra- like hard time and you continue on with the story and you fight obviously bigger and more badder monsters and then you're like I need to go back and get some more stuff for that armor set I'm gonna go back and fight that that Barath you go back and just fucking reset yeah, it like, and it's so it's such a good feeling the, the best example is just like at this point when I'm going back through the ancient forest oh, yeah. and I run into like the great Jagras I'm like whatever guys you're dead you just sneeze and they explode you're like alright cool thanks, thanks for your scales and yeah, your skin I guess yeah shit yeah it's fine um, but yeah alright I, I mean Man, I, I've been just talking about this. I, I'm back in Bendigo for the weekend. I'm, away, I'm away from my PS4 for like the next two to three days. And it's actually starting to hurt me now <laughs> that I, I can't play Monster Hunter World right now. Um, yeah, like, man, what else would we talk about? Like, I mean, we could, there's a, we could start, we could, let's, let's start off first by saying that, let's talk about a weak point. Okay, yeah. A weak point We've, so far is the story. Oh, for sure. So, and again, I've, I know people are like, oh, but you don't go to Monster Hunter for a story. Yeah. But I've also seen some counterpoints going, yeah, but they sort of tried with this one and it's still not great. Yeah. And I mean, you've got to give, I guess you give them props for trying, but like, yeah, you know, it is what it is. It's not a good story. I mean, it brings, it adds in a really frustrating complication to the party system we were talking about. Of course. Where, you know, you want to fire up Monster Hunter, you want to go hunt some monsters with your friends. Mm Mm-hmm. Well, if it's story quest, make sure you've all seen all the cutscenes. Otherwise, you have to wait. So you've basically got to solo parts of the quest, which it's not hard because it's usually just oh, getting no. to the big monster. But it's not the hard part. But worry, I just want to hunt monsters with my friends. Exactly. And then once you do that and the, the fight starts, then you've got to wait for your friends to join you, which is terrifying because you're waiting there while this giant fucking like Rathians just like looming over you. Like guys, 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 hurry up, or- hurry up, hurry up, hurry up. Like some of the story missions let you bail back to camp and then launch from there. But yeah, it's like that's that's a lot of work around cutscene requirements. Really, like that's surely a thing they could patch. You you would hope so. Like I know that like if you've seen cutscenes before and your friend hasn't and you finish a hunt, they watch a cutscene and you get the results screen. Yeah, because that happened to us. Yeah, yeah, when we did the uh, Zora Magdoros fight. Kind of, even if even if you just I don't know, there's got to be a way around it. It's just really it's it may seem like a really minor gripe. But when I want to want to jump into this yeah. game with my with my friends, and that's what it this, can be really annoying. That's what the Monster Hunter series is targeted at. It's at that multiplayer experience. You can play it by yourself, which I've done quite a lot of. I've played a lot of solo. Oh, I played a bit by myself as well, um, and I I love it because I mean I'm a, I'm one of those freak people that played things like Borderlands. 
by myself. See, Borderlands, I don't get. I've, I've, I've finished single player. There's only one DLC pack that I didn't finish solo in that in that series, and uh, um, and I loved it. I had a ball with that. So I, I think it's it's very similar here. Um, I guess they're kind of almost similar games as well as like you know constant loot, like d- dangling that carrot. Uh, except I cared more about the Borderlands story. <laughs> um, but yeah, the the, the story is not great. Borderlands Party. 1, no way. Oh, Borderlands 1, no. no. Borderlands 2, we're talking about. It's... Okay, Borderlands 2, is, it's closer for me. Borderlands 2 is so good. I love Borderlands 2. Um, and I, I, I like Borderlands 1 because of Borderlands 2. Anyway. Um, yeah, so it's, it is annoying that, that like trying to jump in and, and party up. Um, but yeah, I hope they try and work, figure out a workaround oh, for that. Yeah, it's a bummer. Because yeah, it's just... It's gotten in the way when you try to join some of our quests. Mm-hmm. It's gotten in the way of me joining my housemates' quests. Mm-hmm. I, I basically just started going a bit ahead so that we don't have to do the thing where we both see all the cutscenes. Yeah, exactly. At least this way only he does, and then I can join his hunt after those are done. Yep. But it's yeah, it's a, it's, it's a gripe. It's something that's sort of been annoying me about the game. But that's honestly the biggest problem I have. I think so. But yeah. also, when I just want to, I want to kick the handler out of my camp. Yeah. I just don't like she annoys me. Yep, she's just she's it's like, weird. I'm like out here to hunt monsters. She reminds me of Tracer, except way less like endearing. <laughs> she's just I, like Imagine Tracer but annoying. That's what she's like. I appreciate her a couple of the cutscenes, she does some cool stuff. And she also yeah. makes me sweet food, but so does the sweet cat the, chef. Yeah, the fucking the meowscular chef yes. who's the fucking best. I saw a, I saw some fan art today of him as the salt bay. Oh I was like, yes, that is this is the world we deserve. I need to find that and make that my desktop wallpaper <laughs> right now. That's what I need. Um But yeah, I mean that's another part of the game as well. Like the the fact that you have palicos as your companions, which are just cats that tag say, along yeah. with you. For people who don't know Monster Hunter, they are just Cats. They're just they're cats that fight with you, and you can deck them out in armor, and it's fucking great. Yep. Uh, you can also, at the moment, if you're playing on PS4, there's an event quest up, uh, which I mentioned before, uh, which basically means you can get uh, watcher lenses, and you can craft uh, an armor set for your palico, which turns them into a watcher from Horizon Zero Dawn. So you better fucking believe that I've done that. I did the quest, and I put it on my palico. It's like, yeah, that looks really cool. But I miss my adorable cat. Yep. No. I look. I do as well. I'm probably gonna keep it on for a little bit longer. I, no. I need. I need to see those glorious catalyzers. It's. It's really cool though, because like it. It's just like the watchers do in the game. So when you go in, it's got the blue light. But does it mean? Pun? Does it meow still? I think it does. I feel like it does. Is it a robot or is it just? No, because it's still. It's. It's still the cat underneath, and it's still got the same physicality as the cat. But it just happens to look a little bit more like a watcher. But it's cool that the light turns red when you go into battle as yeah, well. Yeah, like, I, 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 I had it for a little bit and I was like, no, I miss my cat. Yeah. I'll go back to it eventually. Poor Zelda's like a, underneath a robot. the yeah, robot skin. Maybe a robot. Um, that's how, a monster. That, that's, that's how Horizon started. You are the um, monster. Yeah, I am. Yeah. I'm responsible for Horizon Zero Dawn. Yeah, Project Zero Dawn. Um, yeah, no, but like some of the armor sets for the cats are just as... You're going to finish that sentence at some of the armor sets. Yep, that's very true. Because it, the, one of the things that, again, like, Monster Hunters Worldwide are probably like, well, duh. Yeah, exactly. But the thing about this game that's just so good is hunting a monster just to turn it into a hat. Yep. Or a, some pants. Hunting a monster <laughs> multiple times. To make a hat. To make a hat, yeah. It's incredible. Like, I, I some of the armor sets, like, I remember the first time I was able to uh, craft some of the uh, barrel. 
armor. Oh my god! And it was like a, I made a chest piece that just turned me into a wall. Essentially, I looked like like Groot crossed with a wall. Basically, it, looked, it looks ridiculous. <laughs> so I wore it for so long just because it looks so dumb. Um, it, so many of my messages to you and your housemate this week have just been, "Look at this dumb idiot," and it's just photos of my of my character. <laughs> Look at this fucking moron. Um, I had like a King Beetle helmet before, which has like the most ridiculous like looking beetle esque like horns on it. Jesus, it was nuts. Um, but yeah, uh, I, I love it so much. And yeah, the, the, the stuff of the palicos is really cool as well. Even that first set, you get the bone armor stuff that turns into like this yeah. really like grotesque bone bunny. <laughs> like it's weird, and I love it. The um, armor, the armor stuff especially is cool as well because it sort of encourages you to mix and match because each yes. set has its own advantages or disadvantages. Mm-hmm. Well, I think they're all advantages actually. Yeah, just some of them are more useful than others. Like I think the bone set has a buff on it where like each time you die it increases your attack and defense. Yeah, but I mean, I mean that's great. But obviously your goal is to not die. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, so I I, maybe like late game that that kind of stuff would become handy. But yeah. even then, like the actual base armor itself is not good. Like, no. um, but yeah, it's I. I oh mean, I just I'm I'm just having such a good time with this game. I having a ball. Playing solo, playing with friends when when you get past the minor issues, the cutscenes. Ah, uh, yeah, the cutscenes. Well, sometimes it's like the 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 task of just joining a game. Yep, yeah. Which because you've got to go, you've got to join your friend's lobby that they're in, and then you've got to go from there. You've got to wait for either them to post a quest or for you to post a quest, and then you have to go and go join quest and quest find theirs. Then the quest has to load, and sometimes it won't even let you do that if they haven't watched the cutscenes yet. So you've got to wait for that to happen, and then yeah, look, it's there's a lot of fucking about. Don't get me wrong, and I I'm not trying to to oversee that. Like it's it's definitely something that is a problem with the game. But the thing is, it feels like it could be easily fixed. So hopefully mm. that'll happen. Yeah. Honestly, we're, we got like version 1.04 today. Yes. So they've been pretty regular for patches. So hopefully they're working on it. Yeah. I uh, hope. I really hope. And one other minor thing is, I guess, like minor spoilers oh, for like some This enemies. thing can't be fixed. This can't be fixed. And, and I wouldn't even say it's spoilers. It's in the trailers. You, yeah, it's true. You yeah. see it at the opening of a game. And it's pretty early on. It's like, what, like 10, 12 hours into the game, I would yeah. say. It's not very far in. It's like after you finish the, se- like the second area when pretty you go into a third area. Yeah. So, um,. When you get, like, basically the game starts with you getting shipwrecked on this island that you're traveling to, but like your boat gets wrecked by this giant elder dragon motherfucker called Zora Magdaros. Essentially, a, a rock. A it's a giant rock. rock. It's a it's a mountain dragon thing. Like it's yeah, it's, oh, and it's a weird design. It's fine, uh, but it's like that's the big, that's the big thing. I have I, my my hope is that it isn't. That's what I'm hoping I mean, too. It's, it's like a fake out that you'll beat it and then go, oh, okay, cool, I did it, and then there'll be like a smaller, more deadly monster. Yeah, it's yeah. Cause... I think there's going to be m- more, like way more smaller, deadly monsters. Yeah. Um. But yeah, basically the anyway they're building up this whole thing. And eventually, you go to fight it, and it's just start off by like firing at it with cannons. So not the weapons that or you've ballistas. spent all this time or ballistas. Not not the weapons that you've spent all this time crafting and 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 upgrading and and fine tuning the way that you want them to be, uh, and then you've got to try and tie it down with the ballistas and like. Tether it's ropes. worth noting how long that first phase takes. It takes for 
ever. It's, a, it's like this, this. This quest is a fifty-minute time limit. Still, like a regular quest. I'm mm-hmm. like, why? This could have. I'm just gonna yeah. sit here for like ten minutes shooting ballistas at it or cannons, just not engaging or interesting at all. They should have made that first part like no time limit, and then once you get to the next part, which is basically when you tether it down, you jump on the back of it, which is a cool idea in theory. It's sort of more interesting. It, yeah, but like what you do on there is not. You basically just have to go and like find rocks and hit them and hit them. Until they break, and then once you've hit enough rocks, uh, like well, in this first instance anyway, another monster shows up, and then you're like, "Oh, cool! There's something exciting." And you fight that for about five minutes when a cutscene plays, and then you finish the quest. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, it's not great, and I must admit, yeah, it's not. It's not. Uh, it was really funny. Where our um friend of the show, Mister Bro Gordes, uh, joined our party chat the other night just as we were in the middle of doing that, and I'd already done it. And I was warning you about it, and uh, I was sort of running through it with you. It's funny, because I'd had that... You warned me about it, and also the Easy Allies Review by Ben Moore also yep. warned me about it. But I still, like, when I was doing it, it it was just boring. Yeah. No, it's not good. And so, yeah, Brod had to put up without listening to us talk about how much we... We're like, oh, God, not this... Oh, it's so boring. And he's like, oh, I guess I made the right choice by buying Dragon Ball Fighters. But no, no, we swear. The rest of the game's really good. But real talk, at least you got Fighters. Exactly, yeah. But but the rest of the game's really good. Um, and it is. Like, the rest of the game, I I love it. I'm having such a ball with it. And I feel like it'll be a game that, because I don't really... I'm not super invested in the story. Like, it'll be a game that I can come back to and chip away at if, I, if other stuff comes out, which it is a <laughs> lot. Um... Because I finally have Night, on, Night in the Woods on my Switch, ready to play. I'm gonna put. I'm gonna focus on Monster Hunter and then get that next yeah, week. Yeah, no, that's fair. That's fair. Well, I, I've sort of, I bought that so I can play that while I'm here before I go home. <laughs> and I had eShop credit anyway. It's a whole thing. Um, there, yeah, but Monster Hunter, Monster Hunter World. Uh, if you've ever been sort of morbidly interested in in Monster Hunter, uh, I would recommend checking this one out because. Um, before this, I'd only ever played like a bit of Monster Hunter 4 on the day of 3DS. I played a bit of Try on mm. the Wii and in the Wii U. And yep. I think I played like the 4 and the 4 Ultimate demos. Yeah, I think 4 codes. Ultimate was the one that I played. Um, I played it and I was like, I don't know if I'm, I'm feeling this. I don't know if it's the right thing. But for some reason this time around, um, I think it's because you get into the action pretty pretty quickly and like it's yeah i and also the fact that you basically you've got so much freedom with your weapons yeah at the gate and like upgrading consumes materials but if you really want you can just roll back the upgrades and go down a different tree and you get oh, that, materials back yeah so you're like you're much more willing it's easier to experiment with you stuff. can like respec your weapons like yeah. with pretty much no punishment which is great and just like, like again like if there's an this is an armor piece you want you can pick it and make it a wish list item which is, it's funny because I just imagine it like Amazon or like, yeah, like you make a wish list of stuff you want. Just go into your environment, start killing monsters. Like, oh, you can make that hat now. Sweet. You just send it back to them. You're like, just fucking make it for me. It's fine. Um, yeah, no, it's, I, I think this is a, a good one to jump into. And I think a lot of people have, which is apparent in the, uh, the sales of it all, which has been really good. Yeah. Well, I mean, the charts came out for the paddle region and it was like, Monster Hunter Fighters were one and two. Yep. Just, yep. I think they said that they sold five million units. I think they shipped five million. Shipped five million. Okay. Still really good. Still good numbers. Considering this is like Monster Hunter's first time on a home console since the Wii U. And probably the most aggressive launch in a Western market I think they've probably had. Yeah. I mean, the the Monster Hunter games typically, again, as we said, they're not, they don't go crazy over here. No. 
No, and I, I think after this one they will. I think we're seeing again just to sort of relate it back to like Yakuza. I think it's sort of a similar thing that after Yakuza Zero came out, it did so well, everyone loved it, it sold out everywhere, it sold really well. That we started seeing a lot more push for um, like you know Kiwami, Kiwami to Yakuza Six over here. Don't get us wrong, Capcom. You still need to bring that port of double X, double cross across of a switch. Oh, absolutely. If this game's on the switch, oh God. Like I, I am happy that monster hunter world is doing so well, but I'll be bummed if it comes up for cost of Nintendo support. Yep. Cause absolutely. That, just, that would just suck. It would suck. Um, but yeah, we haven't, we haven't talked about like, we've got it. What's your favorite monster so far? Ooh. How can, how can, okay. I mean, the obvious answer here is, I can't remember the name of it. We have to research this. Um, but the giant puff ball. That's what I was going to say. That's yeah. mine. That's my yeah. favorite monster. Uh, I think it's, it starts with P, doesn't it? It's yeah. Like the pal- mm, that's not Palico. Oh, what is it? It's... I I don't remember. Uh, the, the, you know... Monster Hunter puff ball. Look for that. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's a giant... There you like, go. Puffy bat. As a Google there we go. It's a, it is a puffy bat. Yeah, that's it. The fluffy the, bat. But Palumo. Palumo. That's Palumo. it. Yeah. Palumo. Either way, that's my favorite like monster. Yeah, me too. And so it's basically like a giant bat. <laughs> it's so, so like it's just it's. Kyra just pulled up a picture of it, and it's just it's fucking the best because like you walk up to it in the Coral Highlands, you're like, I'm gonna fight this thing. It's yep. like because it just sort of looks like you're standing. It's like a fairy wyvern, yeah, like a dragon you've been fighting already. It's got exactly. wings, got a tail, yep, got a teepee face. You're like, all right, let's go. That's all right. It's like, it's like white with like a pink face. Yeah. And you're like, oh, it's a bit weird. You can, you can see the fur. You're like, yeah. it's a bit weird, but yeah. okay. And as you start fighting it, and then it will just, it'll trigger its, it's like where it sucks in the air. Yep. And puffs up and starts floating around. You're like, oh my God, this is hilarious. It's just, a, it's, a, it. it's a giant pom-pom that's, that I'm going to hit. And then you're going to try and hit it to knock it, knock the air out of it quite literally. Or if you're me, like you just pop up on your insect lid and mount it. So stab <laughs> it in the eye. Get out of the sky. Um, yeah, no, I love that one too. Uh, I also like the, um, the giant bone monster that's in... Uh, I don't know if you... Have the you got the, the Rotten Vale? Yeah. The big spiky one? Yeah. That one I liked fighting just because it it's so pathetic when you yeah. smash its armor. Oh, yeah. And it's easy to smash its armor. Like And it, then like it's doing its rolling attack and you'll hit it in, in roll and it'll sort of like fall over. And you're like, like, oh, oh no. God. Or like once you've damaged it enough, it can't roll properly. <laughs> yeah. It sort of like tries oh, to do the roll attack. And you cut like, its oh. tail off. Yeah. And it can't roll properly. You're like, oh, I almost feel bad for it. Yeah, and then you watch you it, out of misery. The way that it like gets more armor is it goes and rolls around in a pile of bones. Yeah. To like get more armor. I'm like, that's fucking gross, but I love it. I absolutely forget its name, but I also liked the sort of like electric squirrel lizard you fight oh, in the, the ancient um, forest. Is that the Taziki one? No no no, it's uh, oh god. All these monsters. Yeah, they've all got great names. Um There's a lot of them. It's uh, uh does that one start with P as well? I don't think so. I honestly can't remember its name. It's like, yeah. I'm looking at pictures to try and find it. I just, I'm so glad you pulled up a picture of, of the Palomar. Yeah, I know. <laughs> oh, that, that's made my night. I love it. I need like a plushie of that right now oh, in my life. It has to exist, right? Surely. Surely. Someone's made, to Etsy. Um, yeah, to Etsy. Just search for it. Yeah. It pops up. Uh, but yeah, no, there's some, like the, all the monster designs are like sort of, Similar, but not like they're all, they're all got like sort of like a base, like there's like four or five base frames, but they're all like slightly different and have different like builds and like the giant T-Rex one, the, um, Uh, uh, Arjunath, Arjunath, yeah. Uh, 
that one's fun to fight. Like it's pretty aggressive. It's scary as hell. It's scary. There's one scarier that I've gotten past that. What's the thing I like? The last one that I fought was fucking scary. I've started fighting like as you when I've we've got the rotten veil now. Mm. The monsters are starting to get big. They're getting big and they're getting gnarly looking. Like the rotten veil is not a nice place. Have you found out what the rotten veil is? Yeah. I mean, I've looked at the map. Okay. And I've seen that it's essentially a map in like a dead monster. <laughs> yep. Um, I thought yep. that was a really cool detail. I've actually yep. it's worth mentioning that the world part of a title is essentially because all the areas are just zones you can wander through. Yep. As opposed to how it used to be, where because all the zones are numbered, there's one, two, three, four, they're all segmented. Which is, I think, what it's supposed to be for like help, like identify. It's like, oh, it the is. monsters over in number two. If we're you're calling out to friends, yeah, yeah, exactly. So that makes it a lot easier to do that. You know where you got to go. But on the um, previously in the franchise, those areas have been separated by load screens. Yeah. So going from one area to another, which sort of felt weird because the areas were never huge. No. So you'd run for about five minutes, get to a brief load screen, next area, etc. It's just nicer to have them all one big thing, free flows the entire way through. Yeah, it, 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 feels, makes, like, it feels like a world to explore. Exactly. It, it makes chasing the monster, which I promise you will be doing a lot of because oh, yeah. those things will bitch out very quickly. Exactly. If you, it, it, it'll, it'll bear its teeth. It'll fucking be all game and then you'll hit it a few times. It's like, like oh, wait, oh God. I don't want to do this anymore. I have a regret and I want to flee. And you're like, no, you get back here. You are a man with a big stick. I don't like you. Just so many times of just like monsters desperately fleeing and I'm just like running after yeah, them. Like, yeah. so I'm, I'm having you. They're like, and when you catch up to him, you just get like that one attack. He's like, fucking stay Especially there. Especially if they're asleep. They're just like, I'll just have a nap here. <laughs> yeah. Like, no. Like, you get the fuck up. Also, another thing we should probably talk about is uh, it's a it's a little thing, but I do like how the monsters themselves have a health bar. Yes, like you get you get numbers in this one, which is, again is new to the franchise. It sort of gives you an idea of if you're hitting the right place, which I like. And it'll give you like yellow numbers as well. Yeah, critical damage. So if you so. do critical damage, is yellow numbers. Otherwise, it's just white. Mm-hmm. Uh, but just the way the monsters' skin will maybe become discolored, or you'll physically see bits just get lopped off of them yeah it's a cool way to know like, okay I'm doing good the monster's yep. hurting and then they start limping away and you're like yeah. oh mate I'm coming for you it's, we, <laughs> look we sound we sound like the monsters here we are the monsters we are the monsters game. yeah it's true um, the monsters that we're hunting maybe not so bad yeah like there's we, heaps of them we come so into the world and we're like we chase after them you're gonna make a nice hat <laughs> yeah yeah. we chase after them and they turn around and go rah scary go, oh self defense <laughs> like no, you oh, fucking no. provoked it. Cutting off their scales yeah. and they're turn into clothing. It's it's not even self-defense. Like, I'll see a monster and it'll just be, like, plodding along. You'll walk beside it for a second. But when you first see me, like, oh, I want to get a good spot now. Now I see a monster and, like, there it is. I just run up to it. And it's, like, yeah. placidly walking around. I'm just like, fucking come here. <laughs> Smack it in the back of the head and it goes, what? I, oh, you I guess what, I'm fi- mate? I guess I'm fighting you now. <laughs> um, we are the monsters. Like, yeah, we are the monsters. They're innocent. <laughs> but you know what? It... They make nice hats. Yeah, they make nice hats, and it feels fucking good to fight them. Um, I, like, as long as I'm doing it in a fictional video game in like a high fantasy world, <laughs> t- and I'm not out there actually murdering innocent like like pets and things, it's fine. It's all good. I think we're all good. Killing monsters is fun. It is fun. It's really fun. Um, but yeah, Monster Hunter World. I enjoyed it. Yeah, it's a good game. Uh, again, like I've I've dabbled in the franchise before. But this is my first time really getting getting it. I guess. Mm. So hopefully they continue supporting it with monsters and then I can just keep coming back to it. Yeah, I think so. And I think that relates back to the whole like sort of MMO light element to it as well. If they do keep adding like new monsters and new world, like new areas to explore even, 
I'm um, not so sure about areas, but I feel like we yeah, will at least get monsters. Yeah. So, like, you know, because well, we've got the event section, so you'll get new events true, regularly, true. which is good. So maybe they'll just be like, here's a big fuck-off monster. It's only here for two weeks. Don't Do your it. best. <laughs> yeah, it's like, it should be fine. Um, but, yeah, uh, I think that's about it for what we've been playing this week. I think we should move into some uh, cheeky news now. Uh, there's been a few things come out this week, um, mostly from Nintendo. Uh, because Nintendo the other day just decided to drip feed in the space not of like... Not drip feed. <laughs> well, well, yeah, it was like over the space of like two hours. It was like, you know, every half an hour there was like a new news story from Nintendo. Um, so, I mean, we're going to go through most of them now. Um, well, we, we could thank their financials because basically exactly. like yeah. it was finally time for Nintendo to be like, hey, look, this is how good we did. Also, yeah. this is what to look forward to, investors. Give us your money. Look how well <laughs> we've done, yeah. <laughs> Haven't we done well? Yeah. Um, and the answer was yes, they have. They have, yeah, one hundred percent. So yeah, basically, start off with like the switches outsold the Wii U, which have, in ten months. It's not surprising. It's not, but it, that's still like it speaks volumes of the Wii U's legacy. Yeah, exactly. Which is not great. So uh, the Wii U essentially hit. 13.56 million units when its life was cut short. Yep. And the Switch just like hit 14.86. Yep. Just casually breezing In past less it. than a year. Less than a year. Uh, yeah, so that's pretty impressive. Um, and, like, I mean, it's obvious why, because it's, it's a fucking solid console. I mean, the Wii U wasn't great, but I think it was the stepping stone to the Switch, since yep, the Switch absolutely. is what the Wii U should have been. Yeah. But obviously the tech wasn't really in place, I guess. I don't know. And they were very simple and very clear-cut with their marketing for the Switch, which they oh, weren't with the Wii U. Also, its name was bad. Because it was like, is this the thing that I get oh, for my existing Wii? Or? I will never forget that reveal, when that was all the gamepad stuff, and then they called it the Wii U, and I was just like, wait, do I, so is this, just a, is this just a thing I'm buying? Do I buy this for the Wii U? For the Wii? Like, it's is really this... weird. And then they showed the box and it still looked like a Wii. I'm like, I still don't know. Yeah. I'm so confused. Is it like a reskinned Wii? I don't know. And then in the end, it was like a $400 plus console and it didn't do great. No. Sadly. No, it did not. Got the best, like, probably my favorite Smash game today at least, so that's good. Absolutely. Well, we look forward to when we get that on the fucking Switch. Can't wait. Hurry yep. up. Hurry we, up. Hurry up. Hurry we up. We might loop back to that very shortly Yeah, well. Um... But yeah, um, there's also some numbers about their uh, uh, the software they sold this year, which they're apparently like all up their the switch sales at, uh, of software sitting at 52.5 million units. Good numbers. Yeah, apparently uh, according to the Vooks.net article, roughly double of that of that the of the life to date software sales data presented last quarterly report, and about halfway to the Wii U's lifetime software sales. Oh boy, uh, and then the breakdown is um, the the most popular one, which uh, I thought it might have been the other one, but it, apparently not. So uh, Super Mario Odyssey sitting at 9.07 million. It's Mario, minutes. man. Yep. Uh, followed by, you know, more Mario, Mario Kart 8 Deluxe at 7.33 million. Uh, Splatoon 2 at 4.91 million. Uh, just above that was uh, Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild at 6.7 million. Uh, and then Arms at one point one six one million, and Xenoblade Chronicles two at one point oh six million. Xenoblade hit a million, exactly. Did it. Yeah, fuck I don't, yeah. I don't think the other ones did, so that's kind of cool. That's it's awesome. Only about a month or so on the market. Exactly. So yeah, really sure. Million's pretty good. And even with Arms as well, like I mean, we didn't buy Arms; wasn't really for us. Um, but it's cool to see them take a risk on something like a new, completely brand new IP, a new kind of fighting game, even if it is finished now. 
and they're not updating it. Anymore. Yeah, it's, it's done. done. They're basically done. Um, Arms which, too, though. Yeah, well, feel the hype. Um, yeah. It's a good song. The Arms Menu song is great. I almost bought the game just for the music. Just for that? Yeah, like, yeah, like it's great. It's, it's a great really song. Really good. Um, always stuck on my head. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that wasn't all. That's the first of many announcements from Nintendo this week. I think it's worth mentioning. I like laughing about it. Mm. It's probably cruel. I I don't apologize though, because we we were tossing up whether or not to talk about this. We decided against it in the end because yeah. honestly, giving him more airtime is just who cares. We don't. Yeah. But EA's financials also came out and mm. they revealed the numbers for Battlefront Two mm-hmm. and I just love that Mario Odyssey, like Mario Odyssey on the Switch on yep. one platform did better than Battlefront 2 on Xbox One, PS4, and PC. A game that didn't have fucking microtransactions, that is a predominantly single-player experience. So it's like a big fuck you to EA. And granted, you know, different markets and whatever. Oh, for sure. Absolutely. I I just like to think that... I mean, EA hasn't learned anything. They described it as a a learning experience for how they can continue to cram their filthy microtransactions into games. But I'm just glad Mario Odyssey outsold it. That's what I mean. Like, I I didn't really want to talk about this, like either. I know we both agreed on it, but the reason I didn't want to talk about it is it's going to be result in me swearing a lot, and I already do that as it is, so I don't really want to do that anymore because I just and I don't care anymore. EA, you've burnt too many bridges. Um, I mean, the sad thing is, like, Battlefront Two still sold a lot. It, yeah, it but did. it did sell less. So exactly, it sold a lot. Do you think it would have sold a lot if it wasn't a Star Wars game? I don't know. I mean, yeah, I don't really have that many many things in the way of new IPs. That's I'm true. super interested to see how Battlefield does this year. If they yeah. did confirm it's on the way, mm-hmm. and also Anthem slips to 2019, yep. we'll which we'll touch back on later. Yeah, in questions, exactly. But uh, yeah, it's uh, look, oh, fuck you, EA. You've got a thing to talking about, you know, <laughs> bastards. Um, anyway, but yeah, that's pretty pretty. Pretty great to see. Good that. numbers for Mario. Good numbers Fucking for Mario. Fucking good n- numbers for Mario. Came out in like at the end of October. Mm-hmm. It's only been a couple of months. Yep. Um, I think perfect timing for it as well. The Switch was really in its stride. Just in time uh, for Christmas. Just in time for Christmas. And already for the, the, the people who are already like the early adopters and the people who just bought Switches, people buying Switches specifically for Odyssey. Um, and the fact that it was also a really, really good game. It's so. a really good Mario game, Joel. Mm-hmm. It's a really good Mario game. It certainly game. is. Um, but yes, we also got some, uh, well, got a, a little bit of news about, uh, the Nintendo Switch Online, apparently coming in September. The full experience is coming in September. What is the full experience? We don't know. I don't know. So far, what we know, it, it will, like, features that are currently free, including the online multiplayer, mm-hmm. the really, really bad voice chat app, mm-hmm. and... Hey, they fixed it a little. <laughs> still garbage. We still haven't used it, yeah. And the classic game library mm-hmm. will all be covered under like I mean it's like 30 bucks a year Australian yeah. it's, I mean, which it's is good that's reasonably a good price, price. Yeah. Like, it, I, but it's I just weird would, I would still like to know exactly what I'm paying for I I honestly hope they don't they need to say like I'm worried right we'll get to E3 we'll have our Nintendo Direct for that and they'll spend like 15-20 minutes just talking about that don't do that nah Put out a direct in the next month or so, please, yep. and just get it out of the get way. Get this out of the way now. And even if you just want to get like the basics out, and then confirm other stuff. It the might be the things exciting. that like sit back and look about what people are excited about about your online service, and then focus on that on your E3 direct. Because that's what I, I assume when this comes out, 
it'll be the Switch in how it's going to launch version. Like, yeah, exactly. As opposed yeah. to the version we got at March. We'll get the Switch 1.0. Exactly. Like, that's what we're going to get. We're, in, we're still in beta still. It's yeah. kicking goals. It's been a good, good beta, don't get me wrong. Oh, it's, yeah. not like, it's not like Destiny beta. No. Well, I mean, the Destiny betas were good as well. But like, the no, no, no. Is... I mean, like, as in, like, the like, the full release of Destiny oh, being a beta yes, for okay. can future play versions of, yeah. of Destiny. Yeah. Um, the Switch itself, like, without all the cumbersome features that it'll probably get in the future runs pretty well. It's yep. a snappy little system. Yeah. And I, I do worry that when it starts getting more stuff, it'll become like the PS4, mm. which holy crap to switch that thing on and sort of boot a game. It's an ordeal sometimes. Oh yeah. Oh, so hopefully the switch can maintain its snappiness when it starts getting more features, but we'll see. I feel like it's, it's, but I just, yeah. Weird that they're like, Oh yeah. Online's coming in September. And then that's it. Nothing that's else. All I said. Yeah. Okay. Can we, know some more um much like the the other announcements that they, they they brought up as well which is just like yeah okay can we do any more like nah that's all we need that's all you need to know for now it's like well no it's in terms of the online it's like i would like to know more so i i know exactly what i'm going to be paying for when i pay for this service because yes. i pay for it obviously but here's the thing the internet has gone into a bit of a uh, an explosion now into a bit of a well, obviously, this is going to happen. So that's the thing, and it's important to preface it. It's not obvious it's going to happen. No. It does make sense. It makes sense. Things um, are lining up for it to happen. Exactly. So everyone seems to think now, or is under the impression that maybe uh, because it's coming in September, that would be a perfect time to launch a Smash Brothers game. Um, it would, which would make sense. That's nin- like. Sure, I've got Mario Kart and Splatoon, Splatoon, but Smash is the game that could really benefit. Like to be to have a first Smash game that has good online, yeah, would be good. Yeah, that that's the dream, really. Yep, absolutely, especially after playing fighters and going, oh wow, like you can play fighting games online now. Yep, like sure you'll have like your frame delays and stuff like that, but Smash is a bit easier in that regards, and it isn't going to be as like oh, nineteen frame delay. This is yeah. impossible. I mean. Like part of the fun about Smash is is getting together with your friends in a room, absolutely, and playing, absolutely. But having the option to when that that option may not be, I have friends overseas that like to fight. Exactly, yeah. And I mean, like we don't live in the same town anymore, so and even if we all like in Melbourne, like Melbourne's a big place, man. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, we we can't always get together every night. And online's convenient. Yeah, and I mean, again, it's not guaranteed to happen, but we know that. Briefly, the uh, adapter worked oh, yeah. via USB. Yep, and it I can I can already see the box on shelves that would like you buy Smash and get a few months of the Switch Online thing. With absolutely, like, just, I yep. can see it. Yep, you get your your three month trial. Yeah, yep, absolutely. Um, Whether it happens or not, I don't know, but it's we know Smash is coming, and it's going to be it's definitely going to be a deluxe sort of game. And, and it being at the end of the year, like September, seems to be a really good time. Um, especially considering now, like, you know, Red Dead got delayed and actually got a release date in doing so. Yeah, that um, was weird. So that's coming out in October 26th. Um, which is, yeah, like, getting that Smash Brothers out before... I know they're completely different games, but, like, getting that out of the way of something like a Red Dead would be uh, preferable. Yeah, well. I mean, typically, like, last year Nintendo basically had a... Nearly a game a month. For yep. a lot of it. So, like, it could line up. Mm-hmm. Pokken came out last September. So, <laughs> who knows? Pokken tournaments. Um, I, I, that's I, a good for online. Maybe they'll re- Pokken tournament 2. Oh, God. If it was a Pokken... If we got Pokken tournament 2 instead of Smash Deluxe... 
I, I would, think I would roll my eyes so far back into my own skull they wouldn't. Oh, I think again. there'd be like people with pitchforks and torches outside of Nintendo's offices. And like it's entitled to say that I know. Yeah, just give a smash. Here's the thing. Here's how it's so easy. Like you just take Smash for Wii U, put it on Switch, right? Take a couple of the things from the 3DS one. Take the single player stuff from the 3DS. Whack that in there, and then you know what Nintendo? I wouldn't even be mad. Do like a second season of Fighters. Yes, DLC fighters. Like I know that would balloon oh. the roster to a stupid number because it already has like fifty something fighters. But here's the thing: crazy. then you could you could almost then make that Smash Brothers a like a platform instead of releasing oh, new what? games. Yeah, Smash makes sense as a platform. Absolutely, Smash is service. <laughs> like you know, Smash Brothers under the like the Overwatch model. Fuck yeah, give me that. Yeah, like that'd be awesome. Um, but yeah. Uh, so a, a, a couple of other, like you know minute little things that they yeah. they brought out just very little snippets of things that they they, they announced. Uh, Nintendo's working with Illumination Entertainment, which is the uh, a division of Universal who is primarily involved in the Despicable Me franchise. Um, say what you will about that. Uh, uh, they're working on a Mario movie, so Nintendo's having another go at making a Super Mario Brothers movie. I assume it'll be CG for sure. Surely, okay, be good. A, surely. I mean, coming from Illumination, yeah, like, that's what I thought. Me, right? like, yeah. it's, um, so what? I, I said this to you before the podcast, and I'm, you seemed pretty confident the deal was done. But I'm curious to see what this means for Mario and Luigi in Racket Ralph Two, right? Because I know that was a thing that was being thrown around, but then it sort of went quiet. True. So. Yeah, I, I I thought that they'd sort of already really talked. The reason they didn't do it in the first one was because they wanted to the make a big deal of it exactly. in the second one. And I, so maybe I don't know. Um, we know that movie's coming this year, like the yeah. Racket Ralph sequel. Yeah. So I guess we'll find out soon. Hopefully, this one feels much further off. That'll be like an end of the trailer, like see Mario throwing Cappy or something. I don't know. How how are they going to do voice acting? Are they going to get Charles Martinet just to do everyone again? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> to be every character. But that's the thing, like, or do they do they go in like down like the, the Detective Pikachu route? Oh, I guess like Vito. No, 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 just... Ma- oh, yeah, that. That'd be... For starters, yes. Dane DeVito was Mario, please. But, like, make it like a fish-out-of-water story about Mario. Oh, I don't know, man. Like, New Donk City. Yeah. We weren't sure about that, and that's kind of fun. Yeah, that was a game I played, though. Yeah, true. Not a 90-minute movie I'll probably go see and be like, what? Yeah, oh, yeah, true. By the guys who made Despicable Me, which I... Look, the first well, one Here's is- the thing about that, because when we went to Japan, like, they fucking love Despicable Me. Oh my god! They love Despicable Me. We went to Universal they Studios. Like minions? They fucking that's why they love it. They love Minions. Like oh mi- Minions is like they have a Minions area at Universal Studios. This partnership is making much more sense. Now. That's that's what I was gonna say. Like this, this is why it's a good thing. Like you know, Nintendo have obviously gone. Oh well, everyone here loves the uh, loves Minions. Let's talk to these guys. They obviously know what they're doing. Um, which I, mean, I, th- and like, I think they're a French company anyway, I, I think. And like the movies are popular with kids as well. Which Absolutely. Is, like, the audience want to target Mario. Like. And to be fair, the first Despicable Me ain't even the second one. The first one was okay. I, I, I like the first one. I wasn't. I, I went into it going, you know, this is going to be dumb. For me, the problem is with Despicable Me, it has the Rayman problem now. Yeah. Where the rabbits have become the thing, much yeah. like the minions have been. Yeah. And we said that when we were talking about uh, Mario and Rabbids. I yeah. think that's like, you know, we've had enough time away from Rabbids where I feel exactly. like we're, we're ready to accept them again. But minions has been so oversaturated. <laughs> Everywhere. And like, dude, I cannot seriously, I cannot, I cannot stress that 
everyone was wearing like fucking overalls and yellow t-shirts. Oh my God. Like everyone. They I, love it. I probably couldn't deal with it. It's they, bad enough at my, at my place of work as a retail store. I see enough minions. I have Despicable Me playing on loop across from my department oh God. all day. Like the sequel. I'm, so I'm sick of that movie yep, already. Yeah, no, fair enough. Um, <laughs> had it with it. That, seriously, they have like, a, it was like a street that at the end of the street, and it had like fake shops and everything, and oh. it was all minions. And at the end of it was the ride, which was this giant fucking this building. Makes, yeah, this makes so much sense now. So, I, I, yeah. I see what they're doing. I feel I like that's what they're, what they're trying doing. to do. Yeah, for sure. Um, so, yeah, I mean, that's all we know. Yeah, we know nothing else. It's coming. I mean, granted, like it's a they, they it, at the very least it'll be good. Maybe like <laughs> if we're looking good, if we're look, if we're looking at the quality of like what Despicable Me is, it's like okay, sure, why not? We'll, we'll, why not? Um, Will we get Steve Carell as Mario? <laughs> oh yes, Karen, you have no idea how much that speaks to me right now. I've just been watching all of the. I'm rewatching the U.S. Office, so I'm in like a Steve Carell like. Fever at the moment. Yes, please. Michael Scott as Mario. Fucking <laughs> yes. Um, but yeah, so that's all we know about that. I'm sure we'll hear. We, again, it makes sense too because, like, you know, Super Nintendo Land uh, at, at Universal Studios in Japan. So obviously, the, the you know, the Universal connection makes sense there. The groundwork has been laid already. Yeah. Um, could you imagine the crossover events at fucking... Just you wait in Japan. a year and we'll have Mario and Minions <laughs> Kingdom Battle. <laughs> See? No. You probably... Look, we'll get something like that. Uh, who Imagine are... if that's the movie. Oh. Imagine if that's the movie. Oh. I won't see it. I won't see it. I refuse. Oh. As much as I hate it, hate the idea of it, that's probably not completely out of the, the question. You, <laughs> I'm seeing. I'm seeing who makes the games. Like, does Ubisoft make these games? I think they might have made one of them. No, I don't want to know. Anyway, I don't want to know. It's fine. Um, if that's but, a movie, I'll be unhappy. Oh boy. Oh, I guess we'll find out eventually, sometime. Maybe. Please be excited. Yeah, please be excited. To, to quote Square Enix, please is, be excited. Yeah, yeah. They've gone the real Square Enix approach with this with these, these announcements. And uh, the last thing they really touched on was um, <laughs> another. Like, like, pretty much they could have made a big deal out of this, but they just went, yeah, um, Mario Kart Tour is coming to mobile phones, coming to mobile devices so by the end of fiscal year in March 2019. And that's it. So, <laughs> yeah, it's the next mobile game, yep. which we've been, sort of, we've, we've been waiting. We, we'd known there was one coming. Cause exactly, because we've got Animal Crossing. Mitoma's getting put to bed. Yeah. Rest in peace. Yeah, yeah. Uh, then we had Mario, we had Fire Emblem. We had Animal Crossing. Yep. So we've been we do for another one. We know, and we've known, but I've, I'm not sure if we knew Mario Kart was coming. We know there's a Zelda one coming. Yeah, yeah. So it makes sense that Mario Kart would be next. I have no idea what that Zelda one's going to be. I just I can't even imagine what there's. That doesn't seem to make sense for a mobile market, but I guess we'll find out. Um, but Mario Kart, on the other hand, totally makes sense for a mobile market. Yes. Um, I'll be really interested to see what how that turns out. Yeah, I don't know how you do it, really. Mm. Um, I guess they probably have the ability for gyro controls in there as well. You know that's oh. going to be a thing. Um, yeah, I don't even know. I can't even think of how making it like a smaller scale version of like a, of a full size Mario Kart I, game. I don't, I don't think it'll be. A, 
an actual Mario Kart game. Like, not like drive the other driving games are on phones and stuff. I don't think it'll be like that. Imagine if it was like, okay, hear me out. Oh, God. All right. You know the Kairosoft games on like mobile? Yes. Yeah. So like it's like a like game dev game dev story, and um, there's there was one about like having like a racing company. Imagine if it was like a management game. It'd be so like, weird. It'd be but it'd be weird, but it'd be kind of fun. You run sure. your own Mario Kart circuit. I don't think it'll be called Mario Kart Tour though. Yeah, Tour. That's the thing. That's the thing yeah. that makes it weird because I feel like you'll be you'll be going around places. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, we'll find out probably later this year. Do you know what they could do it? They could do it as a like uh, it could be like a, a remote control car skin. So it's like the, the characters are all racing remote control cars. Oh, they could. That'd be kind of cool. I'd be down for that. And then you have like you could customize. That's where you. That's where your 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 microtransactions make, come in. Just make it the mini game from Yakuza with the slot cars. Yeah, oh, I a little bit more control over it. You've got a little bit more... I don't know, on mobile, man. Yeah. I don't know, on mobile I feel I've, like I could see it not having that much control. I honestly, like, I've played a lot of good races on... Yeah, but I don't think it'll be like that. Yeah. I just don't... Because Nintendo's style with mobile games is... It's like the product, but it's more so there as a gateway to make you go, hey, yeah. I want to play the full version of this. Yeah, I'd love to play, like, a full version of Animal yeah. Crossing. Fucking hurry up on that. Please. Anyway. Come on, like, give them a break. <laughs> Their no. software output is insane right now. Well. They're firing they on keep, all cylinders. Keep it coming with the Animal Crossing game. Wait till E3, man. That's when we'll find Pocket out. Pocket Camp wasn't scratching the itch. I need the full thing. We don't know what's coming in the later half of the year. Yeah, true. Those I'm questions will be answered at E3. Animal Crossing. Maybe. Um, I reckon this is going to come out around, like, the same time that Mario, Super Mario Run came out. So, like, November. Who doesn't have a stupid Apple exclusivity? That was dumb. Mm, probably not. Um, and I think it'll probably be... It'll, it's going to be free to play with microtransactions. Uh, absolutely, yeah. Because ever since Fire Emblem, they're like, that makes money. Yep. The Mario way doesn't. Mario There'll be won't. some sort of gacha element to it. That'll be what it... Which I was... That's what I was thinking about. Like, the customizing your cart will oh, be... Oh, yeah, you'll get bits. Bits. And, like... And that would make sense in, the like, the remote control cast That's why, yeah, it's like the slot cast. You can, like, like a... snap on bits and... Yeah. Anyway. Um... But yeah, that's a, a whole bunch of stuff that Nintendo is talking about this week. We're doing well. Just sort of dropped over the over the space of like six hours one day. Um, they're doing well for themselves. They are. They are. They're really doing well. They, mm. you know, they deserve it. And if Nintendo is doing well, then the industry is in a good place. Fucking A. Because they, they do the weird stuff. Like yep. Microsoft and Sony make their powerful consoles. Mm-hmm. And it turns like, what if it was a handheld, but also a console? And everyone was like, no, no, you're an idiot. And, and then they, like, they released a video and they're like, yeah, we'll, we'll believe it when we see it. And then they saw it and they went, all right, we believe it. Yeah, I, I, I can play this on a rooftop party if I want to. Yeah, exactly. With Karen, Unsociable Karen. She had she had Mario way before all of us. Fucking A. She was all, all about Toasterina Towns. Like, she's fucking loving it. <laughs> loving it. I, any wonder she was like wanted to stay inside. She probably wasn't allowed. She probably was under NDA. She wasn't probably supposed to leave. And if she goes taking her to a party and showing her all of her friends, yep. Nintendo fucking, ninjas are going to get her. Then it gets fucking leaked on a Reddit and then it's all <laughs> over. Um, but yeah, uh, good work, Nintendo. We love you. Uh, tell you who I don't love? Um, <laughs> the Australian government. Yeah, the Australian government just in general is pretty bad. Yeah, yeah. Like it's, I mean, you know, it's pretty, it's, it's a bit of a dumpster fire They're at the moment. They're very good at not getting anything done. Yep. And sometimes they just wake up and go, hey, what if we wanted to export lots of weapons? 
Yeah. So everyone's like, why? No, I don't understand. But they just make weird choices. Yeah. So we've, uh, a couple of years ago, there was a, a what was it, an inquiry that they started? Yeah. Yeah, in, parliamentary in, inquiry. Pushed by the uh, legendary, but unfortunately no longer a part of politics in Australia currently, Scott Lodlam, who yep. was a, he's a good dude. He was. I love that guy. Yep. Fucking incredible. Yeah. Um, yeah, so there was a, a whole bunch of, uh, you know, uh, proposals, I guess, put forward. Yeah, basically sort of like, essentially they're tr- like trying to work out, because the, the funding for like game development in Australia, like the, the government-backed stuff has been lax. Yeah. I think it was Abbott came in and like axed a bunch of stuff. Of course he did. Of course he did, because he's Tony Abbott, but whatever, this is not a politics podcast. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, like essentially, sort of Scott Lodden, like, because the question was being asked by game developers, going, well, but what? Because it's impossible to ignore the industry. Like, video games Absolutely. are huge. Yep. Even like the a, biggest they've ever been at the moment. Like it's... last year, Australia put out Golf Story on Golf Story on Switch, which was incredible. Yep. Uh, Tim Knight. Cherry put out Hollow Knight. Mm-hmm. That game was incredible. That's coming to Switch this year. Fucking uh, probably on February thirteenth. Probably knowing, not knowing. Like... <laughs> yeah. And of course, there was also Mister Swifty. I think. Yep. And Rumu came out on Steam, which was also a really interesting little game. Like, so uh, much stuff. Not to mention like, the, you yeah. know, the, the amounts of, like, mobile games and yep. things as well. Um, like, they've just... Heaps of stuff we saw at, like, we see at, at PAX. Oh, my God. Like, like I, <laughs> we've said every, like, the last two years in our episodes about PAX, like, that's what, me personally, that's where I like spending my time is those oh. indie devs are amazing. Like, um, I mean, the guys from um, uh, Screwtape Studios with Damsel, like, mm-hmm. they've been, like, battling so hard to try and get their game up and uh, out there for people and it's on like steam early access now which is fucking great um because that game is excellent and i think it's going to be really really amazing when they finish it um it's a very cool thing as well if you're playing it like it, it basically urges you to contact your representative and be like hey yo we need to get this out to the government mm-hmm. we need to get better funding for video games in australia exactly because i mean there's a lot of places in the world that do have Support because they're not completely backwards and realize that, you know, video games are are here to stay and they're not going to go anywhere and they're probably going to be a bigger medium than potentially TV and film coming down the they track. Video games make so much money. Absolutely. Absolutely. For better or worse. Like, yeah, well. you know, they might have sketchy ways in doing so, but I mean... Look, they're not all evil. Some of them, some of them just make money by being genuine good games. And most of the time, those are those indie games that are trying to get off the ground and try and do something a little bit different. Uh, sometimes trying to raise awareness of a specific, um, you know, problem or social element or mental illness even. Like, it's, you know, there's a lot of ways that these like video games can be used in, a, in such a positive light. But the Australian government doesn't really give a shit. So they've taken two years. Two years, and the, answer, the, the answers given were basically sort of like, they were a bit more than a shoulder shrug. Yep. It, they, they, they basically gave the like when you when you're a kid and you ask your parents can we go do something like can I have that lolly and they go oh I don't know maybe we'll think about it ask your mother like that's that that kind of thing and it was like all right cool they're basically given a patronizing pat on the head and sort of told to move on yeah which it's, is it's all sorts of things like introducing like refundable tax offsets which I would just like eh, don't think so guys no yeah they were down the stuff where they're like I think it was the they were definitely not down for the yeah. The, the, backing stuff like the arcade which is that where you, developers can sort of like work in one a shared space yeah and they're like so we actually kind of like that idea 
more of a state government thing, though. So I don't know. Maybe us, those guys, they're Fucking in a better position. Handball that off. Yeah. Yep. Like just like lots of little. It is two years, Joel. Two years to get back to it. Nah, maybe next. That's a cool idea. Not, maybe go to the states. So I don't know. You know, I mean, I mean, video games—they're just for kids. <laughs> they're just for kids. These these video games—they're kids and their video games. Fuck off. What's the average age of a gamer these days now? It's like, like what, 35? About, about 30, age, 32, like 30, 35, I would say. Um, and they're the people with, you know, some disposable income that are spending money on these things. I mean, like we, I just said how much I like, bought two video games last week. Can I say my favorite one here? Because there's a Kotaku article that basically cherry picks the important parts and like yeah. what the government said. My favorite one is that like the last one they mentioned, which is about the uh, rolling out 21st century broadband infrastructure. Mm. The government notes this recommendation. The government's commitment to Australians was to speed up the rollout of a national broadband network and deliver broadband upgrades as soon as possible. And that is being delivered. The, network's, the network is scheduled to be completed by 2020. When the network is complete, all Australian homes and businesses will have access to a minimum wholesale download speed of 25 megabits per second, with 9 out of 10 users in the fixed line footprint able to access download speeds of 50 Mbps or more. Just great. 2020, Joel. It's getting close. That's two years. 2020. Oh, 25 meg. Yeah, cool. That's like, that is like capped speed for some places. That's like, ah, damn, I didn't pay my bill this month. I got 25 meg. We're like, that's the dream for us. Like, as someone who's on NBN, I will say that, I mean, it is better, but it should be much, much better than it is. And it should work. It's like some, because some people haven't been as lucky as you. No, it's true. And um, even though we have it, like, there are still times when it will just be down. Yep. It's like, it's down today. It's like, all right, fair enough, I guess. And I know it sounds, it sounds like a little bit like first, you know, first That's world problem, thing, like, but it's, it's not. It's, the internet okay, is now like a basic living. The internet is really important. It just is. And also like, it's a first world sort of problem, but our internet, I can't remember the last time I checked, but our, like Australia, it is way down the list. Mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah. Oh, we, we, I think we're like third from the bottom or something. We're really bad. It's, it's disgusting. Like, New Zealand's over the pond having a laugh going, <laughs> you idiots. It's disgusting. And I, I yeah. That's a whole other discussion, but I just found that was one of my, that's something I just had to chuckle at when I'm looking at these choice quotes. Yeah. But uh, I mean, so obviously uh, some developers have not responded. I've responded to all these. I'm uh, understandable. But yeah, absolutely. Imagine if, if you were like, if your job Someone had taken like, questions about the future of your job and how easy it would be to do your job yep. to the government, and they would say, took two years to just go, eh. And basically look at you and like patronize you and say, because you can kind of get that vibe that, that, that they've looked at this and just gone, I know I joked before about the whole like, video games for kids. They're like, no, oh, this isn't a serious thing. And it's like, have you looked at the internet? No, probably not, because it didn't fucking load for you. <laughs> but have you looked in the world these these days like it's video games are here to stay and the sooner you realize that the better off you're going to be and you might even get some something out of it but um like some money yeah exactly money i know you like money i do like money um i actually saw this uh so uh johnny roses the policy and public affairs lawyer for the interactive games and entertainment association uh, said on Twitter. This is a guy that, like, this is, I, when I was on Twitter, I saw this guy's tweet pop up Same. and I, I retweeted it because I'm like, this is what 
let me know about this news and I was just mm-hmm. reading through it going, oh my god. Yeah, so I, I retweeted this as well. So it basically says, uh, out, of, out of the eight recommendations made by the Senate, the government noted five of them, did not support two of them, and while it did support one of them on encouraging the uptake of serious games, it believed the industry should pursue this and not be and not the government. So all in all, there was not one single recommendation that the government actually supported. No funding has been reinstated. No other initiatives, aside from $17,000 given to the uh, GDAA for GDC attendance, were implemented. Uh, and this response has come 642 days after the Senate published its report. The government was required to respond within three months, yet missed its deadline, even after it promised to respond by the end of 2017. That's so bad. I, 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 this is, these are the people who are in charge of how our country is run. And it's just... It, this is like... I know this is minuscule on the, the list of things oh, that yeah. they have... The, the giant clusterfuck of things that they've just <laughs> completely ruined. Um, but yeah, like, I mean, it's horrible. Like at this point, like it's like, you can't you can't ignore the video game industry. No, you just can't. It's I mean, oh, it makes me so mad. I'm so glad we didn't talk about the EA stuff because I would have just been mad all episode. <laughs> like I just would have been so furious. Um, but yeah, like a whole bunch of like uh, of developers have uh, like you know taken to the internet and to express their concerns, uh, and rightfully so. Um, which there's another article on Kotaku that lists a whole bunch of them as well. Uh, so people in the industry, whether it be developers or like journalists, who are all obviously on the same page, going, "Hey, this isn't right." Had it take so long to get this is our answer? Exactly. Uh, yeah, you know, <sighs> it's a bummer. It's so dumb. I'm so mad. Um. So I mean, if you're a, a game dev and you're or you're up, you know up and coming or aspiring game dev and you're listening to this, like we stand with you. 100%. As I'm sure many do. Exactly. Except for the government, which is yeah. the people you kind of want on your side. I do like the little, like the uh, Five Live Studios who made Satellite Rain have a nice little jab at this in their credits for the game, mm-hmm. where it sort of has like, made in Australia with a picture of Australia and all that. And then underneath that it says, despite the best efforts of our government. <laughs> I kind of like yep. that. Yeah, what is Satellite Rain? I want to go play that now. It's a, uh, it's an XCOM, or is it, or I can't remember if it's XCOM-like or Syndicate-like. Like old school syndicate. It's on Steam. My housemate has played it. Okay. Has kind of it's one of those two games. I feel tactical role playing game. So yeah, I think like like yeah, could syndicate be maybe. Yeah, still it's a game that's on my radar. Play the entire you know with your friend in cop. Cool. After this, I'm probably gonna buy it. <laughs> yep. Fuck yeah. Buy a bunch of Australian games. Why not? Yeah, and I think if you're listening to this as well and you're a consumer, you probably should do the same. There's so much out there that is amazing. Support They're these people. Good stuff. They are making good stuff. Like I think 2017 was one of the best years for video games for Australia that we've seen. And even like the the year before, like 2016 was really good for it as well. Um, just wandering around that that like the uh, PAX Uprising indie section, it was like mostly Australian devs. That's cool. And it's, it's like the stuff that they're doing was all such widely varied and interesting and weird and like anything from like VR to weird arcade to mobile to like learning Japanese, like anything. There were so many things out there that just like, it was like a a candy store that you could just walk into (laughs) and just sample everything. So when when PAX comes back this year, definitely if you're going, go to the indie section. Yeah. Hang out. 
yeah, have a chat with them because they, they, they love to talk to you. Oh, my God, they love to talk to you. And I love to talk to them as well. If you're an indie dev listening to this and you want to talk to us, please talk to us. We like <laughs> to talk to you. Um, it's like the, the times we've had conversations with people and, like, letting know, like, people like uh, uh, Anthony and Meg from Screwtape, as I mentioned before, about Damsel, and uh, Mike Blackney uh, creating uh, Dead Static Drive. God, I'm excited for that game. Um, Every time he posts like a little gif on Twitter, oh, I scare. I'm like, I get a little bit more excited. Oh, in fact, follow him on Twitter as well. He's fucking I still hilarious. Do, I still haven't played that game yet either. Like both packs, like the packs oh, I've man. seen it, I've missed it. I just want to play it. So <laughs> good. And even like Hand of Fate, like the, the um, that's an Australian company. Really cool. I, I, I hear too was even better. Um, the guys at League of Geeks making uh, Armello. I love, I love Armello. Um, and then like Sidebar Studios. Our good friends making uh, Dungeon League as well. Fuck yeah, yeah. So Chris from 8-Bit. Um, yeah. Like, Play um, that game every pack. So oh yeah, yeah. Every year we go there. Fuck yeah. Yeah, good old Dungeon League. Um, and uh, yeah, like Sidebar Studios with Golf Story. Yep. So there's a, there's a, a variable small sport of things out there if yeah. you want to try. Um, that's just a, like a, a small sampling of it. It's just a shame that they're, they're not getting more support. Hopefully it'll change. Who knows? Like, I mean, maybe if enough people react to this maybe well hopefully and you would think you know i think the community now is big enough that we could potentially make a splash maybe i hope really hope so got my fingers crossed it's essentially though but you know it, it all comes down to whether or not the government has their fingers stuck in their ears and going la, 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 i mean they, la, they always do they yeah. always have their fingers in their ears. like you just got to contact the relevant persons in your area and sort of start getting word out there yep for sure Oh boy. Well, I mean, on a bit of a slightly optimistic downside, a down note in yeah. our. Uh, <sighs> Who knew? The Australian government's not great. No, we have hope. It's fine. But, you know, we just got to sort our shit out a little bit. The government has to sort our shit out a little bit. Um, we could start by sort of, oh, I don't know. You know what? This is not a politics podcast, but the right. idea, like, the conversation comes up of voting them out. <sighs> please, please, if, like, you're. <sighs> I mean, we can hope that Labour would be better. Again, if you're not enrolled to vote, like, this is super fucking serious. Just do it. Just do it. It's not hard. You've got to get them out of there. You, some places you get, when you go to vote, you get a sausage sizzle. It's In fact, great. if you vote somewhere and don't, ask the question as to why not. What, where's my sausage sizzle? That's, power, that's how Australia works. If it doesn't, then go to the, your closest Bunnings afterwards. And have lunch there. Yeah, true. That's fine. You know, they should just make Bunnings stores like a voting oh, stand. The voting, the polling places. Why not? You Brilliant. know, just roll I love one. I like you thinking. <laughs> Maybe the government will listen to that idea. No, they probably won't. No, they won't. They wasn't any ideas. Um, alrighty. I think it's time to run out the show and answer some questions. Uh, sure. And we've got a wonderful question from our good friend, Mr. Broderick Gordes, co-host of the wonderful Hunting Seasons podcast, which has just made yeah, its they, triumphant return. Uh, with the the Wire season one, a very uh, good show. I haven't yep. listened to the the episode yet, but I'm curious to see what they think. I haven't listened to the episode because are you going to watch the Wire? I need to watch the Wire. Do I have it on DVD? Okay, uh, <laughs> is it on the streaming service? I don't think so. Damn, I know because it's HBO. Of course, it might be on Foxtel. Mm, Foxtel, fuck you, Foxtel. Hey, to be fair, like Foxtel, I was out. I'm out on oh, Foxtel. Kyron, I know you're back in, but I, I'm so sad. It's I'm not back in yet, but like they just. They reminded me earlier this year that they have. It's like, yeah, we know that you're off of Foxtel, but don't forget, we have a we have picnic at Hanging Rock coming up. 
You know, why, why would you be interested in picnic and hanger star, up? Of course, stars Natalie Dormer. Yeah, of course. And they, they just like, it was just an article on Twitter. I'm like, that's right. Fuck. Like, come on, late 2018. I'm like, guess I'm signing up for Foxtel again. I, I remember, like, I, I, I'm not even going to try and convince you not to do it because I know there's no point. And well, I, I, mean, I, would, I, I would not want to stand between you and Natalie Dormer. So. Plus, it, I also kind of want to support the show. Yeah, true. That's no, fair enough. It was filmed in Victoria. Like, they went to, like, Hanging Rock and all that sort of stuff. So that's Can I cool. have a way that I could just pay them directly instead of just. I wish. Like, if I could just buy the episodes, believe me, I would. Oh, Foxtel. Anyway. But Foxtel's like, what if we just lock down the rights? Ha ha ha. Anyway. Uh, if you have Foxtel, you can watch The Wire and then follow it up by listening to. I don't know. If, I don't know if The Wire's on Foxtel, well, but it's HBO. HBO, so. maybe I don't know. Anyway, but if uh, you watch The Wire and you're interested in maybe hearing two really, 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 really excellent people talk about um, all the intricacies of the uh, season one of The Wire, uh, Broad and his co-host Damask know their shit. They are fucking awesome. They're lovely people. And Go support back. them. <laughs> and they're back. They're back. We've been explicitly told by Broad to tell say they're back. They're back, and this time they're in pog form. Uh, mm, he didn't I, say that part. I added that bit. I think. I think. Yeah. I don't. Know if, I don't know if pogs a good way to can like. Come back, not, the nineties are in at the moment, man. Are it's they, the in the 90s thing. In or is it eighties? Nah, it's nineties, man. Okay, oh god. It's all. good. It was eighties when we were young, back in the day. Oh, we were young. Shut back. up. <laughs> Shut up. Anyway, Roderick asks us this Ooh. week. Anthem has been delayed to 2019, though it's definitely not a delay if you ask EA. Uh, and Red Dead Redemption 2 is pushed back to October. Do delays annoy you, or are you okay with them? Is it bad when games get delayed? Should the industry stop announcing dates so far in advance? Thoughts? Hmm. <laughs> I mean, straight up, as a Nintendo fan, delays are just a part of... A Nintendo fan... And a Square Enix fan. Yep. Delays that are a part of my life. Yep. And I I have just learned to accept them. Yep. And as someone who likes Rockstar games as well. Rockstar. Yeah. Again, we discussed it. Naughty Dog. Wake up today to an, an announcement from Rockstar going, uh, guys, sorry, we're delaying Red Dead 2 until October 26th, to which the internet said, I'm sorry, what? what it, when was the first date? We didn't have a date. <laughs> we have a date now. They're like, yeah. Dude, sorry, we delayed it. It's like, uh, okay. I sort cool. of expected it. but <laughs> Um, yeah, so, but I think like that, that that's a, a, a good sort of jumping off point. The, the things that you've mentioned there, like, or that I've mentioned and you've mentioned like Rockstar, like Nintendo, like uh, Naughty Dog even like yeah. those, those are all, when those games come out, they are all of a very high caliber for the most part, you know? Yeah. And so I think the easy answer to say to this are like, well, is it bad when, when games get delayed? I mean, it sucks because you're like, oh man, I really want to play it. But when that game comes out, eventually, and it's really good and it works the way it should. Generally, it's better. Well, yeah. For the most, again, for the most part. But like, when you have that moment where you're like, oh man, I can really see what that delay has helped with. Yeah. Um, Look, sometimes a little bit more time in the oven's good. Yeah. And sometimes I like to think that maybe it's it's sort of some of the developers and the publishers avoiding crunch. By yeah. going, you know what? Maybe you need a few more months. So we'll delay the game as opposed to just trying to cram those last moments of development into yeah. small periods. Because I have to imagine that's... I, we don't know for sure, but God of War just got a release date. It was April 20th. Uh-huh. And it's sort of not what I was expecting. And also the release date, again, it took a long time to get it. Yeah, I want to believe it's because, but you know what? The game needed a bit more time and now we're happy to let them take their time. Yeah. And I mean, like that story trailer they just released to announce the release date. It looks like it. 
it looks like it. it looks like they've they've really I'm I was already excited for the game, but I am Sunny I'm ready up. to go. Vikings God of War, where I'm in. Fucking a. I'm 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 like at that point now. I'm like that was the trailer I needed to see. I'm on media blackout now. Yeah, I'm I don't now. need to see anything else. I'm ready to play that game. Um, whenever it's ready to come to me. April twentieth, man. Exactly. But I think I think the problem is like I think the internet as a whole, and I, I know we keep referring to this like you know ominous the internet, but yeah, like you know internet. the small that 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 vocal minority that always gets up in arms about particular things when you know oh this game's been delayed again it's not good enough I want to play my game now it's like would you rather play a game that's completely finished or would you rather play a game that's broken as fuck and you're going to rag on on the internet three days later I mean they're going to do it anyway regardless I mean look at Mass Effect Andromeda last year so yeah that's a good example of a game but probably should have been delayed but exactly. EA wanted I guess wanted that for the fiscal reasons like came out in March yep so, I yeah, I mean, obviously I'm in the boat of if a game needs to be delayed to make it better, delay it. Mm-hmm. Having said that, the second part of Broad's question mm-hmm. about uh, the game industry, the industry in general, announcing dates so far in advance, yes. My favorite thing, I, I, we talk about Nintendo a lot, yeah. but I really like how they handle a lot of their release stuff. Not counting Zelda. Zelda was a weird one where they revealed mm. it like four or five years, probably too early. But uh, I do like how they typically will... They'll have a game, it'll have a year, it'll come back again in a, in a few directs, and it'll have a season, like it'll be like summer or spring. Yep. And then there'll be another one where it'll be like a month, and then they'll give it a date then. Yeah. I really like that as a way to do it. So, sure, it's a bit more of a drip feedy way to do the release date, but... But I think that's good because you, 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 you build hype, and you let it die off a little bit, and then when it's just dying, almost died off, you build it back up again. Yeah, and you sort of you keep it relevant in people's minds. Yeah, and you are you're working towards that release date, but mm-hmm. it never really feels like you're like rushing the game out for release. You're like, ah, oh, I don't know if it's going to make release date, guys. Yeah, that's fine because we didn't tell them the date. We were just giving them a vague window, and we can narrow it down as we get closer. Exactly. Um, or even like Bethesda in the last couple of years, like. Yes. Them just go. I think from was it was Fallout Four onwards. Fallout Four, yeah, because it was, was the big one. And then it was Evil Within. Yeah, where they're just like, here's Fallout 4. And everyone's like, yeah. And they're like, it's coming out in November. And everyone, bullshit. Even as if it's coming out then. We've just heard about this game. And then, lo and behold, it came out. In a way, like, Nintendo did a similar thing with the Switch. They Absolutely. had the Switch event and they showed Mario Odyssey. Yep. And it came out, like, nine, ten months later. Mm-hmm. That's pretty good. It's a good um, turnaround. Yeah, like, I, I really like that approach as well, where there's like, bang, here it is. When's it coming out? Four months from now, and you go. And I think we were always so skeptical when we used to see that. We're like, "Yeah, I'll believe when I see it." But now it's like, "Yeah, okay." Especially from specific companies like Nintendo or even Bethesda, we go, "All right, I believe that." And if it gets delayed, we're like, "Oh well, guess it wasn't ready yet." Like that's fine. There, there are opposite examples where you're like, "Oh, I don't know, guys." Like again, Square Enix. As I said, I'm a fan of them. That's <laughs> uh, oh, notorious for revealing a game and going quiet on it and mm-hmm. making you wonder if maybe they should not have talked about it at all yeah obviously Final Fantasy 15 is the best example first revealed as versus 13 mm-hmm. 10 years later comes out as 15 not even finished nope like you'll be able to buy the complete edition this year which has all the bells and whistles mm, you, I, you, I think the, uh, the the mobile version is up for pre-order at the moment as well yeah yeah they're doing a mobile version the which is basically the, the game itself like cut into 10 chapters yep why not I guess Sure. Uh, Kingdom Hearts 3, which I think 
was last shown at the last D23. I think so, yeah. And it had a 2018 release. I guess we'll find out this year if that's true. Who knows well, if it is. I see it. And of course... The infamous. The, the one that hurts the most, just because yeah. I want it. Ever since they announced that I've wanted it. The 7 remake, which it was such a mistake. But fair enough, show the trailer to 3. That got the internet hyped. Yep. And then flash forward to six months later... And PSX is like, here's a gameplay demo. It's and like, whoa, this game can be played? And also, but also, like, it wasn't a great demo, really. There was some... Oh, it depends what you were sort of expecting. I, technically, like, technical issues-wise, it was, was a little, little bit... It was early days, man. Yeah, no, and that's fine. Like, I totally get that. But do you really want to showcase that? Especially after six months, you, you're already riding this wave. Do, do you think it's a good idea to put that out there? I was excited by it. <laughs> uh, fair enough. That's okay. Fair, that's, that's what I was generally asking. Like, it's oh yeah, yeah. Well, because like again, I understand. It comes from being, I guess, a fan of Square Enix. I understood yeah. that. I'm, I looked at them like, yeah, look, there's some rough edges, but it'll be out in eight years anyway. So yeah, that's true. They've got time to polish it up. <laughs> yeah, and I think like you know we're we're at the point now where we can sort of identify those particular developers where yes. <laughs> where we're like, all right, I'll believe when I see it. It's fine. Death Stranding from Kojima. Absolutely. Like yep. that hasn't got a year, and I'm fine with that. Yep. He will just come out every now and again and drop a weird trailer and I'll be like, I don't know what that was, but and then, I'm buying your game. And then to Reddit to try and see what everyone's deciphered yep. about it. What like did this mean? Yeah, exactly. I've got to play it backwards, upside down, half ratio. Uh, of course. That yeah, exactly. Sense. I tell you what, I mean, I'm, I'll, I'll probably fucking lose my mind next time I hear anything coming out of Team Salvado. Yeah, like, yeah, definitely. As soon as something like that happens, I'll be like, oh, okay. Which, I mean, I guess that's about like announcing dates and, and things like that because Doki Doki Literature Club I get spoilers <laughs> for Doki Doki Literature Club well spoilers for the ARG yeah uh, yeah but basically the the the, the, yeah, the, the ARG points to like a uh, a um 2018 date of something something in 2018 that we seem to think might be another game from Team Salvato that might be a little bit more fucked up than Doki Doki um but yeah, I can see you're pulling up an article there, and that's... Yeah, I'm like, uh, when was it announced? So, yep. another example for games that are announced, probably a bit earlier than they needed to be, but I guess this was also... It wasn't announced with a trailer. Yeah. It was just announced with, like, some key art. It was Persona 5. Yeah. A game that I we, we love. Yeah. But it's crazy to think that it was announced in 2013. And it was Game of the Year 2017 for us. Yeah, so. like, it had a couple of years. It had dates. It would be like, yeah, coming out 2016, guys. It's gonna happen. And that slipped it's like coming out early 2017 was it supposed to be for the PS4 back then as well it was originally PS3 only I'm yeah sure. and then eventually obviously I mean I wouldn't be surprised if the delay was because of that yeah to be like no we gotta get this on PS4 Fuck. but that that is also a vote of confidence because Atlas normally wouldn't care yeah because I mean Persona 4 came out on PS2 yeah it's like no I'm gonna come out on the platform that sold the most and 5 released on 3 and 4 oh, anyway yeah, both. so I think the PS4 version was just a gift because the PS3 version was probably one they were like no this one will sell the most yeah because everyone has PS3s yeah so we'll do that and in Japan then anyway it's like yeah yeah so but that's another game that was sort of like ah, guys you may have jumped the gun a bit on this one yeah I think yeah announcing and saying release dates I mean like you said about Final Fantasy 15 before oh, remember God. that that uh, event where they announced the date and they had it like it, it went to like well, yeah, the, the date popped up and it went to, like, November. And then I was like, uh, just tricking and it rolled back to, like, May or whenever it was supposed to release. 
And then guess what? It ended up fucking coming out. Coming out in November. Yep. It got delayed. Yeah, so it's... You got... Like, game dev is tricky. I get it. And I just... I think you can afford to be a bit more vague about your dates. Yeah. You, you don't, don't have sometimes to Sometimes the internet won't like it. But I think it's it's really important to realize that games are hard to make. Yeah. And I think it's a vocal minority that is... Yes, and I think it always what, is. Exactly. They're the ones who are up there screaming from the rooftops going, this isn't good enough. I want my game. Give me my game now. That's my internet voice. I was going to say, I like your internet voice. Yeah, it's I'm, incredibly uh, insulting. Yeah, I'm working <laughs> on it. I think, because I've, I've discovered it. Like most people that do like podcasts or like videos and have things online, voice, yeah. they have an internet voice. So yeah, that's I, that, I'm working on it. Probably keep, my internet voice. Probably keep working Give on it. Give me my game. <laughs> Oh, um, it's so insulting. Yeah, it is. But I mean, look, let's face it. They kind of deserve it, to be honest. Yeah, like the ones that you're talking about. Yeah, they're, mm. they're not good people. Yeah. And so, I mean, I'm totally fine with the game being yes. delayed. Especially in this day and age where we've got so much to fucking play. It's almost I like a blessing. a huge pile of shame. I don't even care. I'm like, I'll get to it's... things when I get to them. And like, I bought Fighters and Monster Hunter. Mm-hmm. The Switch has so many cool indies coming up. I want to play Celeste so badly. <sighs> IGN gave it a fucking 10 out of 10. It's a, it's a masterpiece. So basically take your time, devs. Like, yep. delay if you have to. I assume a lot of games are trying to find a way to evacuate the October 26th window right now to get away from Red Dead. Absolutely. Because you do not want to be going up against that. Nope. You want to get the hell away from it. I think October is going to be a very sparse month now. Um, who wants to come out near Red Dead? No, fuck no. You don't want. You don't want to go anywhere near Rockstar unless you come out before it. Exactly. Which you know, Smash Brothers for the Switch. <laughs> well, yeah. And if you come, I mean, I think Nintendo is sort of a weird one here. Like it won't matter. Yeah. If they put a game up the same weekend as Red Dead, it'll still do okay because it's Nintendo, and Nintendo is their own beast. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But and it's Red Dead like- will affect. PS4 and Xbox One games around exactly. that time. It's not even like you know. It's like oh, it's a different market. It's like no, the same people who are buying. Smash Brothers and Super Mario Odyssey are going to be buying Red Dead for the most part. Specifically, so, like, you own a Switch, you have another console. Exactly. That's just sort of how yep. it is as a Nintendo platform owner. You, yeah. It's an understanding. Yeah, exactly. Because you probably bought a Wii U yep. and then went, this is terrible, and Even bought a PS4 bought, or an Xbox One. Bought a Wii. Yep. True. PS3 or 360. The Wii 60. Remember the Wii 60 movement? Yes. <laughs> we yeah. didn't go down that way. We got PS3s anyway. Yeah, we did. After they got their shit sorted the together. Fucking, fucking... You know, you, you know what it was. At least for me, I know what it was. Mm. What's Metal Gear Solid 4? Ah, yeah, that's true. MGS4 came out and I was like, well, shit, I have to get a PS3. Well, it was For me, it was like that, but it was also the fact that everyone else I knew had them. So then I was like, I guess I'm a PlayStation fan now. Yeah, hooray. It was my first PlayStation I'd ever owned. Oh, okay. So that was, like, uh, that was the, the point where I was like, guess I'm in PlayStation now. And then you never were able to get out. Nope. Nope. It's the same reason I still have an iPhone. <laughs> I'm stuck there. You are. Um, But yeah, I mean, point is... Like you said, take your time. Take your time. If it needs time, take time. Yep. As long as it's not like an exorbitant amount of time. And also maybe think about... Take a really long, hard look and go, are we ready to announce this? I know that our developers might be forcing our hand. And if that's the case, then that's... Do you mean publishers? Yeah, publishers, sorry. Yeah. Um, out of their, uh, Completely out of the developer's hand. And that's all in the publishers. In which case, calm the fuck down, publishers. Because, I mean, there, there are times when I'm excited when games are announced probably too early. Like yeah. Metroid Prime 4. Yeah. Is still, all we have of that game is a card that says Metroid Prime 4, mm-hmm. now in development. Was that too three. early? Sure. But 
I'm excited. Bayonetta three. Yeah, Bayonetta three. We have we have a sort of trailer for that. Yeah, we got like you know it looks like she's falling down the ground and yeah I don't know. And the flip side of that though, like Nintendo announced and then released Metroid: Samus Returns in a few months. So I don't know. And Bayonetta one and two is coming out on the Switch. Yeah, in like two weeks. Um, but yeah, so take your time. Yeah, if you need time, take it. But I mean, think really hard about when you when you want to. And be vague. It's okay to be vague. See, I, I yeah, I like, I like being vague, really. It's good. Like, it's like nice and coy. It's like, I, know, I was antsy when we didn't, like, God of War had, like, a couple of E3s and we still had nothing resembling a date. Exactly. But, but it didn't get on my nerves. No, no, no. I mean, we still don't have a locked-in date for Spider-Man. No. So, but we know it's coming at some point this year. It'll and be this year for sure. It, and it looks, you know, obviously we've got a new, we've got a big tentpole Marvel movie coming out. I mean, we've got Black Panther. I'm not trying to downplay that. And later on in the year, there's Ant-Man and the Wasp, which just got a trailer, which was really fucking cool. It was a good trailer. Um, but obviously, Avengers Infinity War, so and Spider-Man is going to be involved in that. So I would say they want to try and get that game out around. See, I also think it would be a perfect holiday game. I don't know. Yeah, but Sony doesn't give a fuck about holidays anymore. Remember, like the last two years, they've had nothing really big for the holidays. Yeah, they focused on parties. like January, January, and and that March, April slot. That's I see. I worry. Spider Man comes out. It'll be in June. Yep. And I don't know, man. I mean, it'll be fine. I just don't like June as a as a month for games. But if you think if you think about it too, like in terms of America, that's going to be their summer. Yeah, it's gonna like it's gonna be a game that like again, the kids are gonna want to play. As well as adults, it's but like people who are on... Like Last of Us came out in June. Yeah, true. It can be done. Yep. And I think something like Spider-Man, you can get away with it. We'll though. see, I guess. I, I still think it'll be later in the year, but I guess we'll find out. Yeah, I guess we will. Um, but yeah, I hope that answers your question nicely, Brod. Any final statements on the... Nah, I, on I, I think we're all, we're, we're pretty good on it. I think we're good. Give it time if it needs time. Exactly. And be vague. Take your time. Take... Take the uh, Persona route and take your time. Oh, yeah, well, but not like Persona 5. Not the actual... <laughs> yeah, the game itself, not the development of like the game. Like, for example, like, I'm sure they're working on, like, early Persona 6 I stuff. I don't. I don't want to hear about it. Yeah, I don't... Like, just you saying that makes me, like... No, don't. We need to end the podcast now, because I'm going to... I'm going to... It's going to trigger me. It's okay. Um, like, it's it's about... If it is, like, it's six or seven years away. If that helps. <sighs> it does, but it doesn't. <laughs> Anyway. You're welcome. I think it's about time we wrap this bad boy up. That sounds good. Let's do it. Uh, thanks for listening, obviously. That's where I want to start off first of all. If you've reached this point of a podcast, it means you've listened to us talk about games for about an hour and a half, and we love it when yeah. you do that. If you want to uh, keep up with us on the social medias, you can find us on Facebook and Twitter, where we are just dialogue options. Um, if you want to throw us some support for the podcast, whatever podcast platform of choice you listen to us on, whether it's a Podbean app or Podchaser or iTunes or anything, really. Yep. But you can throw out likes or shares or hearts or thumbs and stuff like that. Scrubbles. Scrubbles. Yeah, <laughs> sure. Can can they listen to podcasts on Last FM? I don't know, but I just wanted is to get Last in like FM a, still around? I think it is, but okay. I just wanted to get in like a cheeky if, like funhouse reference to, to We won't be at RTX this weekend, so it's fair <sighs> enough. Uh, so yeah, like hey, if you can listen to us and ask Last FM and give us some Scrubbles, we'd love it. Oh, I'd love a Scrubble. Scrubble in it. Up. Scrubble away. Uh um, if you but want, it's really important. Like we, yeah. yeah, we we do really appreciate that, and it really does help us sort of get to a, a wider audience as yeah. well. Um, so if you'd like to see us, 
get to a wider audience, we'd love you to help us out. If you want to drop us a line, you can reach us on the email address, which is dialogueoptions at gmail.com. If you've got any questions or suggestions or games you think we should play, but we have so many, so be gentle. Yeah. Uh, If you want to follow us individually, I am on Twitter at BioManX, where I've mostly been gushing over fighters and monsters and gifts and mm-hmm. not a whole lot else, really. Where can I find you, Joel? Uh, you can find me at Jolly Mac, uh, where I basically put up a PSA for everyone, which I'm going to reiterate here now on the podcast, that at the moment, for probably now the next five days or so, when this goes up, probably the next four days, uh, Persona 5 is currently $40 on the Australian PlayStation Network as the deal of the week. Fucking buy that game. Pretty good price for the dialogue options again of the year. Exactly. <laughs> like, oh my god. I no, just buy it. It's forty dollars. Make it like the game you chip away at throughout twenty eighteen. Absolutely, because it, it is a big game. But you'll start it and you'll go, "Oh my god, this is amazing!" And then you won't want to put it down. So you shouldn't plant that because then I get, I get. I've seen people who have fallen out of the game, and it makes me sad. I'm like, no, you're allowed to. Yeah, I just don't know how it happened. Yeah. Okay. So take your time, as the game says. Uh-huh. The game says every load screen. Uh-huh. Take your time if you play Persona Five. Don't rush it. But yeah, that's what I've been tweeting about. Yeah. That and the fact that I'm, I'm actually addicted to Monster Hunter. So, um, <laughs> Most of my Twitter feed is. Yep. Yep. Um, but yeah, that's about it for me. All right. Well, we'll let our wonderful theme song by Azure Flux, Strike Witches Get Bitches, take us out. And we'll catch you guys next week. Bye. See ya. Bye.